computer. Stopwatch going. Huh? Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome back to the Twenty Four Down podcast. We are here. Uh, this is episode two of the flag burning saga, if you will. And uh, I, I'm joined today uh, by two of the admins, Francis and Buddha. Guys, how are you guys doing today? Doing great. Good. Good. So this episode is going to be a little bit different because um, we're going to piece together some different interviews, hear some insight from a lot of different people uh, involved in the whole flag burning saga. Um, so I, I wanted to just kind of make it special and get as many people's input as possible. Um, but what do you, I guess like quick thoughts, what do you guys, what do you guys think about the whole thing? It was the worst thing that's ever happened in the history of Valley Forge, you know? What I gotta say. <laughs> no. no, I mean, it, it, it is what it is at that point. You know, we were so invested in something and, and I, I can't say I'd go back and change the way we reacted. But, I mean, I, I for one, am kind of happy it happened because it brought us closer together for us group and then it opened up the doors for other people too, so. For sure. No, yeah. I think... I think at the time it was really big. It was something really big. Um, you know, after hearing, you know, stories and we'll hear a, a lot of stories about what that flag actually <clears throat> meant to hat, what that flag meant to, you know, the Brazilian twins and everything like that flag meant a lot. And yes, you know, it's uh, yes. You could say it's just the flag. You, you could say that anyone can say that it's just material. However, flags and signs and logos, they, they represent something. They represent something bigger. So when someone takes our flag and takes our logo and does something like that to us, we take it as no, this is not just a prank. You're trying to take us down. And when you try to take us down, we're going to take you down. And thank God, nothing crazy happened back then, but that we, we were ready to go more than half of us were ready to go and, and do whatever it took to, to get back at the, at the other people. And then, you know, going further and we'll talk about it, like in the, in the MySpace, you know, page and everything like that went even deeper and we couldn't believe how deep that was going. And that got us even, you know, it was just, it was just, it was, it was it was big. We made it bigger than it really was. And now hindsight, you know, uh, you know, 15 years after we see, yeah, that really made us upset. But at the same time, you know, how, how important is it? And we'll, we'll get to see that. Yeah, I think one of the, uh, the cool things about part one of this was hearing Phil and Al's side, which is kind of almost everybody else involved on their end. It was like their side too. And um, it's so interesting to me that majority of those guys like didn't mean it harmful at all. It was just an innocent prank. They were bored and we took it so personal. Now there were some people that I think they meant it personal, but we took it personal from everybody. And, um, and so I think it was really good to hear their side. Um, I think that shared some clarity and, and kind of brought us all, you know, to a little bit more of an understanding from, some of the people on the other side of things. Um, but you, you hit the head on the nail Buddha. Like at the time, man, it felt big. I think Francis, you were the first one, I believe. Cause I, you came through waking everybody up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can still remember it. I had that crappy laptop. One of those first gen, you know, the one that Colleen still, still uses. 
um but it i remember getting a myspace friend request uh because i was up earlier than everyone i remember getting a friend request from like the name of it which was like 24 down or something silly like that i forget and it had one video on it no post or anything out and and i started the video and i remember it started playing we are the champions and having like started the montage as it does you know as it begins and i was like i paused it i didn't even get past that point i paused it and it was like i was hype i was like yo someone made a fan page for 24 down so then i brought it over to 117 i think a lot of people were there at the time and i brought it in i told everyone to gather around i was like this is awesome someone made like a highlight video and i pressed play to start it over and like 30 60 seconds in it cuts out and then you see the flag burning and i was like i swear to god i had no idea that this was on there like that and, and we all just were like what is this like and so it turned out to be something different than we intended or what i initially thought but yeah i was one of the original discoverers of the friend request from them yeah man yeah. And, you know and then going back to you know hearing from you know i believe alex had his own podcast right and then and then the flag burning podcast part 1 like if it wasn't for hearing from them and it wasn't even a conversation that I had with them, it was a conversation that you had with them and even just hearing them out and hearing them just talk through it. I have to say, if I didn't have those, I would come into this podcast a little more fiery because I still held a grudge against them. And it's, it's pretty much because we never talked it out. We never talked to each other and, and saw what, why they did what they did. And so after hearing them, I really softened and I was like, you know what, this is stupid to keep a grudge, uh, you know, towards someone, uh, you know, maybe, maybe except for, uh, you know, Josh Davies, but you know, we'll, we'll get into that later. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, we can, we can hop right into things. Um, we're going to, we're going to all listen in right now uh, to a, a little interview that I had with our RD at the time, Mark Telesha. So I hope everybody enjoys this and we will, uh, we will let this play. All right. So now uh, for this portion here, I'm sitting with, with Mark Telesha, our RD at the time of the flag burning event. Um, and, I, and I thought it'd be really interesting to get some perspective uh, from his end of things. Uh, you know, it's oftentimes we think of things on our end as students, as people that, you know, held the flag and whatever, but we don't always think of the leadership and, and what they may or may not have thought and gone through. So I thought it was really important to bring you on, Mark, uh, and thanks for coming on. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if there's any uh, where you want to start. I know you, you want to get to a few different things. Uh, I, I guess maybe the most basic thing to start off is, is um, I guess, just give us your feeling of, like, what you initially felt when when this first broke and the video started surfacing. Like, what, what was your reaction and, and what did you feel? Well... Um, I want to back up a little bit because I just want to state like why I'm doing this. Because yeah. uh, as as I was telling you, when I listened to the podcast, it was so funny. It was like a time machine, and I emotionally was right there again. And uh, I got home and uh, started talking to my wife. And my wife is like, "Why do you care?" I'm like, "This is important. This is big RD stuff." And uh, <laughs> and, and so she's like. 
And I was like, oh, I think I'm going to go on the podcast again and talk about it. And she's like, why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> so part of it is I kind of want to, I kind of have a purpose of just wanting to clear, clear a couple of things. Sure. But uh, when I was listening to it, I was, uh, I, I live in Hershey. I was driving in Harrisburg and there's, and I'm like right in the middle of where there's a bunch of traffic. And I got, I was so emotionally hyped that I pulled over to the side of the road and typed some notes. So I got them right here. Nice. <laughs> nice. But well, um, so you want to go to the beginning? Like what yeah, I remember? Yeah. yeah just kind of like give us a, a quick, like, what did you feel in that moment? You know? I don't know if someone told me on the weekend it happened. I, on, it happened. No, on but I don't know if they. I think they told me on a weekend, so I knew yeah. like on a Sunday. We, we so we went and saw three hundred on Friday night, and that's when they took the flag, yeah. filmed everything, and then Saturday the, the video made, came. Out. I, yeah, the thing came out Saturday morning. My recollection is you knew pretty much right away Saturday because you spent. Oh, then good, it would have been Saturday. Yeah, yeah, you spent a good few hours with us over in twenty four down, looking over the video and and things like that. So, I, well, I, think I remember we involved, it because. I wasn't working that weekend and my wife was again like, why do you care? <laughs> so, yeah. So I remember Saturday, I think it was Carlos came to me and said that there was something going on. And uh, you guys were like my little babies that, you know, I was like a little uh, chicken lion to take care of her little eggs <laughs> because I had nothing except for like the apartments that were, you know, null and void of anything on campus happening and they had married um housing over 24 housing and uh so you guys were like 24 is my was it and sure. so i remember they came over there and i think my initial thing was i could tell everyone was super hyped and i didn't want someone to do something stupid to get in trouble sure. like, uh, and so that was definitely my my purpose of it all was you know, chill out. And I remember taking certain people. I think I took, I think I took Tom and Andrew and a couple other people over and said, listen, and I think I even brought Buddha in and said, listen, I need you to help chill things out so that people don't get pissed and uh, go and do something that they're going to get in trouble for, you know, because I could definitely tell everyone was thinking like this was the the worst infraction has ever happened. <laughs> uh, and we, as we said, it, it, it didn't help that we had all just seen the movie 300. So we were all in that like <laughs> mentality. All right. You know, still never seen that movie. I'm still bitter. <laughs> <laughs> you probably see it on anything now, Mark, you know, I know I'm, I'm sure I could, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I remember that. And, I, and also I remember someone had the, Oh, my heat's coming on. It's going to sound like Valley Forge here in a second. <laughs> um, someone had a memory stick and they had the video and they had all the screen captures of, of all the MySpace things. So yep. we kind of, everyone knew what it was. And then, uh, but I had the audio. And I remember going in there and there was like two or three people around me. I, and I can't remember who it was, but uh, I remember us listening and they kept asking me who I thought it was. And uh, I couldn't figure it out at first. And then I just slowed down the video in, uh, because they just sped it up. And it was like clear as crystal. Like it just totally was a, a normal audio. 
And, yeah. uh, and that was kind of how things went down. So then I just need everyone to chill out until Monday because that was when uh, my official work would begin. Sure. And I would, ha- and I would have to let Brian know and um, I would have to talk with Dr. Mortensen um, just to kind of let him know what's going on. But I remember my initial thing was, was that's pretty funny that someone got you guys. But then I was like, man, everyone is about to explode. Like, uh, I think Justin Banks and Nate Kathleen were, were like, I think they were ready to like take someone's head off. Well, we, so uh, um, I don't know if you remember this, but like I, I led a, a storm of like we stormed upstairs because Todd lived upstairs. Yeah. He was the one person involved in all of this that lived. And I've said this, like he, he just had the unfortunate thing of, he happened to live in the same building. So he was the closest in proximity. And so when we finally found out everybody that was involved, we knew he lived upstairs and it was like an immediate thing. As soon as we found out, like uh, these people were involved, I just, I just started walking. I was like, I'm going up there and, and sure, you know, a bunch of people. St- and so like as a floor, we and went up there and we just start pounding on his doors. If we're going to do something, like, what are we going to do? But like, we just had that adrenaline going. Um, yeah. So I, it, thankfully we didn't do anything that got us in trouble, but I, I mean, we were very upset and um, you know, you, I, I, I like that you bring up the fact that you, initially thought hey this is this is pretty funny that that, that they like you know these guys got one over on these other guys you know but your concern lied more in let's make sure nothing further escalates um because it's different people took that event different ways um and and so that's what i kind of like hearing what are these different ways that people took this event and everything like that so it's it's you know, I, I like hear I like your honesty of being like, yeah, I thought it was kind of funny. And and there's people that lived on the floor at the time that I thought were just as mad as I was, or some of the other guys that were like, hey, we thought it was funny too, you know. And so it's it's weird to to know that there were all these different ways people looked at it, you know. Yeah, there was uh because once Monday came, because then once Monday came and I talked with uh Dr. Mortensen and I talked with Brian, their issue was the audio on the video. Yes. <laughs> Where the words and they're like, you know, they're like, you need to, you need to bring these people in just to, just to talk to them and see what's going on. And so this, the, Dr. Mortensen, he also thought it was funny, like in terms of, you know, that's just, you know, college thing. But then once the language thing came in there and I think someone, you know, and I knew that some of it was because there was a grudge and that people were upset because I think, well, let's be honest here. If we took a poll of all freshman guys on campus what, that don't live on 24 down and say, do you, do you yeah. like 24 down or? <laughs> yeah. We're the enemy for sure. Yeah. You were not, the enemy even, for the whole campus because you guys just, were winning. Yeah, and not just freshmen. I think that was that was the consensus of anybody that wasn't really involved. And it wasn't, I think, more than anything, and I've said this before, looking back on it, we were annoying. Like, we really were annoying. Like, we were, we didn't meet, we were just proud. We were happy. We we're, you know, doing our thing. But it comes across super annoying. I get that now, looking back at this. People don't like happy people. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. 
yeah i'm on there's you know and then different different people measure what success is and what they think a successful college dorm is right you know because well, I, I remember and i wish carlos was here because you know i i always kept telling him you know like my part of 24 down my whole thing was just hiring carlos that was the thing because there was some tension when i first came in because pretty much the ras at that time is they got all they got paid was they got free housing and they got free food and you know how good that food was right <laughs> so, and, and you would get maybe 300 dollars, but the ra presence on campus was very low like they wouldn't they pretty much just did whatever and just you know, did the minimum that they needed to do. And uh, and so it caused a lot of tension. And and Carlos has said in his podcast, which I think I've, I've listened to maybe 10 podcasts now. And, okay. uh, and uh, he was, you know, he was saying that he wanted to be present. And the reason why is because the previous RA, which, you know, he's a good guy. Like I still see him around and everything else. He was just busy doing other things and wasn't there. And it really wasn't his fault. And it wasn't really even the expectation that you would be there, like, like yeah. around. Like, he, Carlos probably took it to a whole nother level. For sure. <laughs> and, and so, like, I didn't, I, I personally didn't know the previous RA. But he, I don't know if you knew, he came on the podcast as well. And they even, like, uh, they even talked about that. Or he said, like, yeah, I just wasn't really, like, all that involved, you know. And, um yeah, I mean, I 100%, I, like, I didn't know, I didn't know him. Yeah, it wasn't his intention at all. It's just, I think the way it was before, it was just like, you know, do whatever you need to do. Just make sure Henry doesn't have to uh, feel like he wants to quit by, right. by damaging too much stuff. And, you know, and just make sure the, you know, no one complains to Dr. Meyer and we're good. Right, right. You know. Yeah, no, and, and I think Carlos really, um, again, I don't, I don't, know the landscape of Valley Forge prior to my first year. But if I had to guess, Carlos in a way kind of reshaped what the RA was meant to be. You know, he was very involved. He did care. He, um, you know, wanted to hold people accountable, but also build them up. And um, I know, I know, I remember the, like with the whole flag burning thing, like, from my recollection, it really upset him. Probably not in a way of like, Oh, like I'm hurt by this, but he saw that like some of us were hurt by this mm -hmm. and we were like, you know, his, the students that he's overseeing. So like he took that personally then in that way. Um, but yeah, so I, I kind of going off on a little bit of a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fine. But yeah. So, I mean, so I remember it, and I might go I'll go to my notes, but uh, I remember, uh, you know, the audio just was super, super clear. And yeah. so, like, and I know that some of you knew it because you were in my in my office when I did it. I had like the original tablet PC, motion <laughs> computer. It was it was it was a sweet setup. Um, <laughs> and so we we had that. So Monday you know, they said, you know, now you need to bring some people in. I did not want to bring everybody in because I felt like, um, like sometimes you just, I, I just um, felt like someone might get in trouble. 
when I just wanted China, like everyone's cool. No one's going to be getting mad. You know, everything settled down. And, uh, but I did need to bring um, some people in just to say, you know, were you a part of it? And just, you know, so they could say it. Cause back then they used to have this little, uh, little form and it was like a witness statement. <laughs> and I've never, I, I like, I hated that. And now in my job, I was working with teenagers and they have like the same form here. And it's like, so what did you see? And it was like, I saw this guy smoking around the corner and, uh, and it just always drove me crazy because it's like, um, you get p- pencil and paper, like we came and get our, our story straight after sitting down and, you know, you're sitting in front of somebody and you're afraid you're going to get fined or you're going to, you know, get removed from school possibly, you know, and everyone always is freaking out. So I do remember, um, I remember pulling in a bunch of the guys that were involved in the video and just asking and my, and I said this before, like my thing is, I'm not going to call you on the table and get you in trouble unless I, everything's clear as day. And, uh, my life, I have two great friends of mine that got put in prison for more than 10 years. And I guarantee you the, my, my level of guilt was not higher than what theirs were. And uh, their juror was like, I was, I was really certain. So I know I talked to all the guys and I told them what I had. And I remember listening to this podcast and, and one of my notes was, was like that, you know, Talisha had this, uh, the Talisha BS, you know, saying I had the video. And that they, um, I think Phil said I, he would just put his hand on the Bible and swear that I said Dan DeRosiers was on the job. And that would never happen. Because <laughs> I don't know if any of you, I don't know even if I talked about this, but I used to have a recording studio and a small record label. And, uh, and so I actually would get recordings from people that were going to record at Valley Forge and they would end up recording with me in Connecticut instead. And then uh, I got two bands from my studio that actually ended up, you know, making it pretty big and getting on some uh, labels and stuff like that. So I always felt like I was much better on audio than Dan DeRosiers ever was. And uh, so me and Dan actually used to collaborate and do stuff. And I always did the audio and I did the, and I would do the recording a lot of times. So, so, so I did not need Dan DeRosiers. <laughs> so here's, I guess I kind of want to get into this really quick. Cause I think, and I want to see if I can, help piece this thing along a little bit um so there was you know because i actually talked to phil a little bit about this too um and i think kind of what i'm gathering and and maybe you can help me piece this along is that there was so 100 you um took the video you took the audio from the video and you you know unmasked it and and you could hear basically clear as day and there's there's no like i remember that and after talking to phil like he was on and, and this is all probably like this person said this to this person to said this it's like the telephone game from what he remembered he remembered hearing and again maybe not directly from you but he remembered hearing that you had taken the video and somehow because you remember how their faces were blurred out and, and unmasked the video to see their faces. And that's why he was like, oh, that's BS. Like, there's no yeah, way. I didn't do that. No, all I, did, all I did is I took the file and I had VLC player, which is, I still use that to this day. 
Right. And all I did was just slow down the playback so that it would lower the pitch of the voice. And that's all I did. So I didn't even have to separate the audio. So when I was talking, like when I was talking to Phil about this, you know, he was bringing it up because in their, in their group of, of people that were involved in this, they were um, talking about, okay, you know, what are we going to do? What are we going to say? That kind of thing like that. And he, he's for sure that whoever said it, somebody along the lines, and I don't think it would have been you directly, but somebody along the lines, let them know that you had gotten the video, you claimed you'd gotten the video and took the blur out and you could see their faces. So that's what they believed what was being said. So now they're sitting in their group of friends, you know, or everybody involved and they're telling, they're telling Davies, they're telling, yeah, this is BS. And I think that's where that, like the BS things come from is because it's BS that he said he could take the video, which was not what you said at all, but that's what they had heard. Again, not directly from you, but that's what they had heard. So like, there's so much, like, that's what, I guess one of the reasons, yeah, we're still talking about this story 15 <laughs> years later is because there are so many, so like, immature. Yes. And there's so many like variables <laughs> to it and everything like that. But I think, I think that's a big part of what it stems from is that they had heard from whoever that you had claimed to have unblurred the video, which is not what you said. Now you probably said, Hey, I took the audio and blah, blah, blah. And somebody heard that. And then they went and told somebody, Oh my God, like he's, he debugged the video. And so then it just turns into, Oh yeah. Like it goes from you doing what you did to turning into, Oh, he was able to take the blur off their faces, which is not true. You know? Yeah. I I think, I think that's part of the um, disconnect is like what you actually did, what they heard that you did. And so on oh, and so forth. I could have hit the enhance button like they do in the TV shows. And then it could have right, taken the blur right out. <laughs> well, work perfectly off the screw off in the corner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that could make sense. But I remember going in there because what happened is someone lied to me. And I had to go and talk to my supervisor. And they're like, that's a whole different thing. And so I remember leaving there and I was like, how do I get this kid out of getting in trouble? And so I told him I had it. And I, and I, and I know for sure I told Todd, I don't know if I told other people, I was like, I have this. This is as clear as you can be. Can you just tell him I got it? Because I just, because if he would just have said, you know, yeah, it was me. I, I don't even think he would have gotten a fine. It would have been like a uh, a meaningful conversation with the RD. Sure. You know, and just on language and just make sure you, you know, stay safe and don't, you know, get in a, in a fight with somebody. So, uh, so I think that was the, that was my whole gist of trying to let them know was just, you know, trying to get people out, out of trouble because I definitely went out of my way multiple times because it's like, man, I don't want someone to have, you know, a $12,000 mistake. Yeah. You know, it might be, you know, it's a tiny mistake, but it's going to end up costing them $12,000. And I don't like that. And if, so if I, I definitely go out of the way. If I'm being completely honest, myself, like in that moment, 
I wanted them to have, I wanted that to be a $12,000 mistake. Like, that, that, <laughs> I know. Absolutely. You know, but being so separated from it now, being just slightly more mature than I was at the time, I can look at a big picture and be like, that would be ridiculous for somebody to get kicked out. Like after paying that much money to get kicked out of school for such a minimal thing. And um, so I, yeah, it's, it is crazy. And I, and I think, that's another part of the reason I wanted to have you on because I, I want I want people on, on their side of things to understand, you know, who you really are. And at your heart, like you don't want people to get in trouble and you had your best interest. Did you said you, you pulled, you know, a few people in to talk to him and stuff like that. Was everybody else kind of like from your recollection? Was everybody else kind of like, yeah, I was a part of it. And it was just the fact that the one guy was like, nope, I didn't do anything. Yeah, that was that was the deal because it was obvious because the MySpace, you know, friend request. Like the second yeah. they knew that, I mean, it, it's like you're you're red-handed. Yes, you know, and it's a mistake on everyone's part because no one had to hit accept. Right, right. Well, and I, I, I they, you know, they probably weren't thinking that it would even get to that point because again, no. In reality, we're talking about a very, very like. When you compare it to other college pranks like that you see in like big state schools where you got this school going to the other rival would, school. Would, would you like to know two of the pranks I did in college? Yeah. Yeah. So one, I'm kind of a loud person. And so I lived on a, on a dorm for one semester in Minneapolis. And then I went and got an apartment off, off campus. Um, and the... RA that they hired on the floor after I, I got there. My RA, when I lived there, I saw him twice. I saw him when I came in. I saw him when I left. I don't think I ever saw him any other time. And this guy came in there and he was like, we're going to have a quiet floor. We're going to be really studious. And I was a straight A student, and but no one knew it. And uh, he's like, we're going to be studious. So I was in there. We played video games like nonstop. And uh we play like NBA Jam, and if you were the champion of it, you get to wear a certain hat. That thing was like gold. And uh, he came in to me and told me that I wasn't allowed on the dorm floor anymore because I'm too loud. And I'm like, my friends are here. And uh, he kept doing it all the time. So one time I, I, I left at about 2 a.m. and he was in his room with the door locked. And I took instant glue and squirted it into his deadbolt. He had, a, he had a bathroom in there and everything else. So I knew he, he you know, he didn't have to pee in a, uh, in a bottle or anything like that. But they had to drill out the, they had to <laughs> drill him out like like a couple hours later after he couldn't get out. And he, sure. he had to call on the rotary phone. So <laughs> that was pretty good. And then there was a, we had a Skyway. So it was an enclosed sidewalk. They have a Minneapolis, really cool. So there, all the girls went to chapel through one Skyway. So we had a, uh, someone got a sign and it said heifer crossing, like, and they, they had it on the road. And so me and my friends unscrewed it from the road sign and we threw a battery, uh, a sock with a bunch of batteries over it. And then we put up the heifer crossing to where it was facing towards the girl, girls and then tied it up. So then when they walked by chapel, they saw it where it said heifer crossing. So that, that was pretty funny. I'd like, I enjoyed those things <laughs> and I would have gotten in trouble. I probably would have gotten kicked out if they knew it was me that super glued 
him in the room because I never thought, yeah, like God forbid if there was a fire. Sure. sure. You know, and, right. and we're four stories up in the air, but man, I would really hate that guy. His name was Ryan, <laughs> by the way. So well, I, I don't think, you know, I just didn't see that as being a major, like no one was getting hurt. Right. And, and, and no I, one ever got in trouble. Like it wasn't about, you know, hey, we're going to find you and add a rule to the rule book. Right. You know, it was like, you know, does everyone, is everyone good? Because I knew people were upset, you know, and, and part of the reason why it was done was because people were mad, you know, or jealous or whatever. And so it was pretty funny um, to me that, you know, I saw it. And at first I, I, I remember watching it and I remember I can't laugh because imagine if I laughed with all of you guys watched me watch it for the first oh, yeah. time. Yeah, I would have been I would have been uh, toast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's I mean it's it's true, and I think like, um, it. it but is. I definitely went from I definitely got I, my p pissed off level was definitely at like a nine. Yeah, um, and it was all about just because Josh was the freshman. Yeah, and I felt like he wasn't a friend before, and he wasn't a friend after, and that's what that's what pissed me off. It was like, you know, and, and they can, you know, I, I remember hearing them, you know, talking in the podcast and that might be their perception, but, you know, they have to see it from my side too. It's like, you know, I feel like this, you know, this kid got in, in trouble with, they, someone should have known not to put that audio in that way. Probably would have actually, you know, if they edited it a little bit better, Josh wouldn't have gotten in trouble at all. Sure. You know, and, and I feel like some people could have helped him um, just to make a better decision. Like, well, and everybody in I terms guess, of just that. I guess at the, at the same point, though, they, you know, I'm not I'm just playing devil's advocate here like that. I don't think their intention was let's leave this in in case he gets in trouble. It was, uh, no. hey, we did this thing. We got the video. Let's get this out right away. And it was just a quick, like, let's do this quick, 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 quick. And it wasn't a, well, let's think about like, okay, what if we take this portion of the audio out? Or what if we make this different? You know, um, the other, the other thing too, is like, so with, and we've brought this up a few times with um, what's, I guess, part of what's crazy to me about a big part of this experience is there was literally of the six or seven guys involved, there was only two of them that did it out of spite. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and it wasn't even the group of guys that even pulled it all off. Right. And so like, so like, I, I understand where you're coming from saying like, you know, you, you feel bad for Josh because he was not a friend before, nor was he after anything like that. But at the same time, like that, he was the one that, drove a good chunk of that and i will say this um i've had a almost like a maybe this will make you feel a little bit better i've had a a little bit of an awakening today thinking just you know reflecting on this whole thing um and so somebody like him and and there's a few other examples that i've talked at in the history of this podcast of just different students that i've held these grudges for for this many years and i look back and i'm like why i'm I'm going to be 37 in a a few weeks. Like, why am I sitting here still holding the grudge from when I was in my early twenties against another person that was also in their early twenties or even younger. Um, 
And so I say all that to say, like, yes, I do think that he should be held responsible to an extent because it was out of, it was definitely out of spite, but at the same time, it shouldn't, I, I, I completely have a different view and I don't think that he should have got the backlash he got. I feel bad that um, he had to go through what he did go through. Um, so I don't know. It's kind of- how brave do you have to be to do what he did? Like, sure. I mean, that I, I yeah. feel like he, he should have gotten he should have gotten props. But instead, it's like he's the one left holding the bag at the end. Right. Well, and again, like, I mean, still at the end of the day, like he had the choice to be honest and chose not to. But oh, absolutely. But again, he's uh, he at the time he's 18, 19 years old. Like what? I probably if if I was if I was in the same exact position, same circumstances, I might have done the same thing. I might have like lied about it, too, because you just it's just a circumstance of how you are like your age and, and different scenarios that are going on. So I don't I don't hold anything ill will towards him um, at all, like completely forgiven in my book. Um, I've already like dealt with almost the rest of the guys involved um, and like, you know, some of them, the Anderson brothers, like I said, I mean, they're two of my best friends who would have thought like at, at the time I was so pissed and I wanted the, like the worst for those guys. And then here's two guys that travel, you know, 15 plus hours to come to my wedding 10 years, 12 years later, you know, so it's, it is cool. And I, and I think that's a big part of this. Why I wanted to revisit this whole flag thing was because I wanted whatever little bits of healing are still left untouched, maybe to be able to fix that and be able to call out. Like, I love the fact that you can say, sit there and be like, I felt bad that they were saying, well, this is Mark BSing. You know, I like that you're being honest because you need the honesty to be able to get to the end result of being able to maybe heal something or maybe come to an understanding. Um, So I, I think just all in all, um, I, I love piecing this back together. I love reliving this in a different perspective when I'm not so heated and I want everybody gone, you know? So. Yeah, know. Well, I'm there. glad I got to listen to the podcast like 10 days ago. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and now, uh, and then be able to talk about it. Yeah. But, you know, cause that, that was a good podcast with the Andersons. Cause I, you know, I, I was thinking, you know, I, I, I used pastor and did a bunch of stuff before. Um, hold on. Phone call. Yeah, you're fine. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I did a lot of stuff and it's always was crazy to me how people would be like, you know, um, like the Anderson's in their freshman when they had their um, their drama thing and comedy yeah. going. Yeah, you know, people love taking other people's stuff. Like it happened to me in Florida when I did outreach to the projects and everything else. A guy just couldn't wait until I wasn't there so that he could kind of step up. And within three weeks, he was gone. Like he never wanted to touch it ever again because it was just sure. way much work that he wanted and stuff. So, you know, it, you know. Plus, I want to say, oh, I forgot. I had one more thing. I was yeah. Go ahead. Anderson brothers said. He's just like, yeah, 24 down. It's just so great for a community. 
I was like, if it was so great for community, why did everyone leave that place? <laughs> it was dirt. You guys made it. You guys did awesome. Made me proud. Well, I mean, we, we like I said before, like I know as a floor, um, at least for that era of, of that, you know, when you were around, I know as a floor, we all really appreciated you. Felt like you always had our back. Um, felt like we could talk to you about stuff and you would, listen with an open ear that some of the other leadership within the school maybe wouldn't you know so oh i was the great confessor <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i seriously like i think probably 70 75 percent of the times the girls had to come in to talk they would end up talking to me first <laughs> so then i could go over to the other rds it was it was insane <laughs> well is there is there anything else you want to uh, touch on here before we uh close this portion of the episode out no i think i'm good all right well i, I appreciate oh, and i just want to say my my lighting is a lot better than yours <laughs> well i do have a virtual background if the, i mean does that mean? well i have mine mine's uh mine's you know out of focus blur <laughs> well i guess i gotta come to you with my tech issues then yeah you will just get a, a, a light box there you go <laughs> Well, I appreciate, Hey, I appreciate you coming on and kind of reliving things a little bit, helping us all remember this. And, and again, my true hope is really that um, everybody can just kind of come through this and be even closer and laugh about it. Cause now we can all laugh about it. I didn't want to laugh <laughs> about it, then, but we can laugh about it now. So, well, I, I laugh whenever I get nervous. So I probably <laughs> laugh back then too. So yeah, well, I appreciate you coming on Mark. Yeah, no problem. So that was Telesha's uh, input on, on everything. Um, and he brings up some interesting things. Um, I think it's you know, one of the things that uh, I guess caught me off guard a little bit, not in, in a negative way. It was his comment on how uh, certain people in student life, you know, they thought it was funny too at first. Um, and it kind of shows to me, it shows like the mentality that we had that we couldn't see it as, Oh, this is just a joke it could, because it was so personal. Like, so looking from the outside, probably to everybody else, like not involved on campus, they probably were like, Hey, that's kind of a funny prank too. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. When I, when I first heard him say that, like he heard about it from one of us or someone and he thought it, like his first reaction was to laugh. Like it was funny. So like, to me that caught me off guard because uh, like I was still in the mentality of, 15 years ago well when it happened if we if we heard that someone thought it was funny like they would be on our our bad list they'd be like the ones we'd be like that's not funny like get off our floor type deal but like objectively speaking now looking back it was kind of funny so but it got me thinking because the video like itself was was kind of well done it was for, for short notice and stuff and they did it overnight um but one reason i think that i didn't think it was funny it was was the fire like it, not the fire itself but it at some extent has intimidation so like if they took it and recorded it and then like said we have your flag and it would it would seem a little more pranky but when you see the fire and it got real big it just started to get feel a little more real and and i know that they didn't have malicious uh intent at all i, I know that now and i'm good friends with them but um, it's hard to feel like they didn't have malicious intent when seeing that fire. 
because if it was anything less than that you might be like oh it was just a prank but when you see the fire it kind of connotates some sort of maliciousness yeah definitely man yeah when i heard that they were like they thought it was humorous i was like oh man i was a little offended by that but yeah definitely you take a step back and you take like 15 years apart from it and then you're like yeah you know what it kind of is humorous at this point and it's good that you know now you know phil and alex are are part of the group and part of the family and stuff and it's not like we have anything against them but there still are guys out there like i said you know josh davies and you know dela cruz who dela cruz was weird because i don't know why he would be involved in something like that i mean when i think about people that were on the basketball team and i believe he was on the basketball team um yeah, he was at one time, I think, but okay. I think he, I think uh, if I'm thinking of the right guy, I think he was on like, you know, some sports teams. And so when I thought of the sports teams, people like I would be the athletes, I was like, oh, they're, they're on like a higher level. They, they don't want to, you know, even get involved in stuff like this. So, you know, and, and you think of Josh Davies, like, I'll tell you what, man, I don't know if this was before or after, because I'm not exactly sure when this all happened. And uh, you can you can remind us. But like, I remember playing football games against um, Josh Davies and they you know, he was a chubby kid. I was a chubby kid. So we were both on the line. I would I would push this kid into the dirt not because I didn't like him, but because that's what we did as 24 down. We just dominated. We, we conquered the field, you know? So I would always be, he, I would always be going up against him. So it was either in the, like the Patriot bowl, it was whatever. And he would tell me like to calm down be like, yo, if you, if you want someone to calm down, get off the field. So we were jerks, bro. We definitely were jerks. And I didn't think of myself as a jerk. Like Nate was a jerk and everything, but I didn't think I was a jerk, you know? And, but we, we were jerkish. Uh, we were kind of prideful. We were proud about ourselves but really we could back it up and so i think that's what josh davies really had where you know you know he really wanted to get back at us because we got at him so much and you know at the time i we we, we either had a uh, a rivalry against four down or 24 24 up and so it was both of those that we were always going against and we would just always beat them and so he wanted to beat us i guess uh but but you know going on to the you know humorous part yeah man definitely is funny now uh, definitely was well done over a night. You know, they put that together pretty good, but yeah, you know, I, I always thought that, you know, Telesha wanted to get these guys because I remember Carlos, he wanted to get these guys. He wanted to get them kicked out and everything. And when I heard that, you know, most of them were not kicked out because of this, I, I actually felt good about that. But at the time I want them all, I wanted them all to be kicked out because of this. Um, but now I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't be kicked out because of a prank. You shouldn't even be kicked out because of language. Um, but you know what? Um, I'm not sure when it was said, um, but, oh, actually uh, I'll comment on this later because I believe it's said later. So, uh, something about Josh Davies being kicked out. So I'll, I'll wait on that. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, ultimately, um, the thing with, um, the thing with Mark that I appreciate about him is that you can still, you can really still hear that, um, despite everything that happened, like he still has a heart for Josh Davies and, and um, in a way to, to a fault, I think that he gives him uh, too much leeway at times, you know, and, and that's kind of one of the things I was trying to tell Mark is that, you know, I, first and foremost, like I forgive the kid. I have no ill will towards him, but like, you can't just say that he was innocent in this. Like 
he was one of two people that really fueled the like the hatred and the reason for doing this. Um, and De La Cruz is the other one. And um, we talked about that too, at some point um, how he, he um, was dating a girl that was kind of uh, hanging out with 24 down after they broke up. And so I think that fueled his fire and stuff like that. But Buddha, you're right. I mean, we were, we were kind of like, not intentionally, but we were kind of jerks and it's easy to be cocky when you are just dominating at things. Um, it's also easy to be cocky when you have a floor that's as close as we were and you look at the rest of the campus and they didn't have that. They just didn't have that as a whole entire floor. They had that in small groups, small friendship groups that were just as close, but spanning a whole entire floor, like they didn't have that and we didn't. So it was easy for us to just kind of be cocky and, and whatnot. Um, and, and lastly here, we'll, we'll get into the next one. Um, but the last thing I, I want to say is the, the whole idea of it being funny and everything. I guess like if we were to reverse the roles and say we're not involved at all and this group's like, let's say Bongiorno has a flag and they're waving around and stuff and these guys come and steal Bongiorno's flag and burn it and stuff like that. Like for us, we're like, all right, it's kind of funny because like we're not involved. So it's, it's, you almost have to take yourself out of this scenario the situation to like see it for what it really is. Um, but again, that's kind of what this podcast is about is putting yourself in their shoes to hear their side. Now, hopefully they can put themselves in our shoes to hear our side. So there's an understanding between both and it allows for continued growth and healing. Let's, let's, let's put this into perspective because you just brought something to my memory, right? Okay. We're talking about a flag that what, how much do you think it cost to put it together? Uh, I mean, $10. I, if that, if that, yeah, because probably the, the poll was from Henry and he, we, he didn't know. <laughs> I think it was for well, a broom. We actually, I mean, we'll get into that here in a little bit, but we actually bought the broom from Kmart. Okay. Um, I don't remember where the sheet came from, maybe Kmart as well. And then probably a one or $2 can of black spray paint. So, I mean, a Kmart broom's got to be five bucks tops, especially 15 years ago. A, a dollar or two for a can of spray paint and maybe a dollar or two for a sheet. So, yeah, you're talking 10 bucks or less. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about a $10 flag, right? So you brought up Bongiorno. We actually stole something from them that was way more money, probably over $100, and that was a Christmas tree. I have no idea where we put that thing, but we took it from them during Christmas time, like the Grinch, and sang and recorded it. And we never put it on the internet, though. That's the thing. So they never knew where it went, where it went or where, you know, they're, you know, who did it. So we actually did something even worse. Uh, but we didn't publicize it. So that's the thing. They publicized it. They wanted it to, to be known. That's that's the problem that happened with them. But I guess they were looking at it as like an artistic kind of thing to put out there. But really, man, we, we've done probably worse things than them. Not probably. We did. Um, and, you know, we, we did it as a prank. We, we didn't make it personal. Uh, I think we took it from them because we just thought they were bougie and they had a they had a tree. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, yeah, I, I, I don't mean, and- Go ahead. I mean, the difference to me between what we did to them and they did to us is, is you know, they're not 24 down. And I don't say that to be cocky, but like <laughs> we we had like such a good bond that like any anything that was against us, you know, felt like an attack. I wouldn't even be surprised if we took that, if we had 
taken that Christmas tree and nobody even noticed it was gone. Because <laughs> like no one hangs out in the hallways where it was. No one like someone was probably like, well, I guess it was time to take it down. Especially considering I think Matt Baldwin was involved and he was the RA at the time in Bunjorno. So <laughs> like <laughs> uh, the, the I think the only way they definitely knew that it happened was because we used the elevator. And I remember <laughs> there just being like ornaments scattered. Like you it was like a trail of like where we took it. To me, I guess. The, the difference for me, I guess, is I'm not even sure if that was a Bongiorno, the floors tree. I think that was Valley Forge saying, oh, here's some more decoration for our nice little thing. And we just took, uh, you're, I don't remember what we did with it either, but that's a great story that we should get into at some point on the 24 Down podcast, the the heist of the Bongiorno Christmas tree. <laughs> I don't even remember being scared. I don't, no. I, we just had so much confidence because we were with each other and we took that thing. We left the trail. We didn't even run. It was hilarious. Yeah, that's great. Well, um, I think that the tree probably did not mean much to anybody. If it did, I, I apologize. Um, the flag definitely meant something uh, to a lot of us. And so we're going to go into this little segment here where I talk to the Brazilian twins and, and you guys are going to hear specifically why the flag meant so much to me um and then kind of what the brazilians think in general as well so uh we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll take a listen to that right now all right so for this uh this next little segment here um it, it was personally for me it was really important to bring these two guests on uh, i'm joined by none other than 24 down zone Brazilian twins. How's it going, guys? We're in jail. This is like we're in jail, baby. We're about to go down. Come on. Check it. Two, four, down. Two, four. Hey, come burn this flag down. Huh? Come on. Come burn this flag down. Catch me outside. How about that? Catch me outside. All right. I got it out. I got it out. <laughs> we're just kidding love you Two, four, nine, baby. we still love you yeah we love you so no i i, I like i love the energy and it, it, it's funny because like you know obviously like now years you know separated from the event like we're, we're doing this with this energy and like kind of joking around but like in reality like that is very similar to like how it was you know we were we were heated we were absolutely <laughs> heated um, yeah so I, I'm trying to remember, like, at that point, um, that's when Junior and I were roommates, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Especially when you were talking about the MySpace and looking at the laptop and, and then looking at Josh Davis's account on MySpace, seeing who he got friends. That, man, that was like a hot moment. I had forgotten all about that. And it, like, it came back to me, like, if I was in that room again, we were all, like, around the computer. Man, so many memories. Yeah, I remember like um, vaguely remember, you know, a Saturday morning and all of a sudden there's like a frantic knock on our door. And Junior and I are kind of like, let's go. Well, who's knocking at our door so early in the morning? We open it and, and I know Francis was for sure there. I don't know if Francis had already told you yet, Mike, and if you were there, too. Yeah, I remember um, being there. So and and like, it, you know, I got to show you guys this video. Look, look at this. Look at this. And like and then it just like I mean, it just steamrolled after that. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, crazy, man. I, I guess I, I'm curious to know um, your guys' uh, just thoughts on the whole thing. I I have 
uh, a side of the story that I want to share specifically with you guys on here. Um, I could do that first if you guys want, or if you guys want to kind of give your side, that's fine too. Um, but, but like, I know me personally, like my side, I don't know if that many people really fully understand everything. And so I wanted to, that was why it's really important for me to get you guys both on here, but it's up to you guys. If you want to share yours or you want me to start off with mine. No, I want you to start off with yours and then we can piggyback off of it. But before you do that, I want to say two, four, down, two, two four, four, down, two, four, down, two, four, down. So <laughs> I love that flag. You, it, what, what is this? Hold on. Before I like get into my story, like Mikey, if, if you're listening, Mikey legit made a, a 24 down mini flag. Right, baby. Can't burn this one down. It's his baby's crib sheet. <laughs> you took it out. <laughs> Actually, it's from my, um, like, uh, the seminary I graduated from, which I'm sorry. <laughs> they sent me, like a, like, a hand towel with the logo on it. And so uh, I wrote 2-4 down on it. Um, and then it's my, my broomstick. So, <laughs> it's still attached to it. So, so all right. Um, I'm going to try and give some, like, a little bit of background. And I'm going to do my best to, like... Uh, stay composed with all of this but uh, <laughs> prior prior to coming to Valley Forge I, I'm going to just set the stage a little bit for everybody so um, I'm not going to sit here and like give you guys like the sad story of like oh I didn't have a lot of friends or anything like that like I had friends and everything like that growing up but I I didn't have like this close close bond you know in high school I had it was a very small high school that I went to we had 33 kids in our graduating class and so I was friends with everybody, but I was never like, I was kind of like the outcast friend of everybody, you know, like I was never, I never felt fully, fully accepted. And maybe that was like my own personal thing. I don't know, whatever. The other thing is I grew up, um, I have a, I have two sisters. I have an older sister and a younger sister. Um, so I never had a brother or anything like that. And I always was like, man, like how cool would it be to like have a brother? Like, I, so knowing, knowing that little bit of, history of me personally so now fast forward to college and i come to college first two people i meet are mikey and juge and we instantly like the three of us just clicked we just clicked so quickly um you know we we shared some of the same interests you know we we like we both we all love soccer you know but we had different things like we didn't like the same style of music you know there's different things but for what it was, we just clicked. And I remember like that initial feeling of like, wow, this is like kind of what it must feel like to have a brother. Um, and so you guys literally be- like very, very early on became my actual brothers. So we start like, we're, we're brand new to the school and we start seeing like <clears throat> this bond that 24 down has. And we're like, well, this is really cool. Like we're, living on this floor, but we're not exactly a part of this floor yet. Cause we're new and we wanted to be a part of this floor. We are like, we want to do what we can do to be a part of this floor, contribute in any way. But like, we want to be a part of this as well. And I don't remember what the event was exactly. I don't know if it was an intramural game. I don't know what it was, but we went, um, actually like i wish i had a picture of it now maybe i'll post this at some point um the 24 down flag that got burned technically was not the original 24 down flag 
I don't know if you guys remember this. The I remember the the original. Yep, the original flag was uh, you guys had a Brazil flag, and then there was this little like it looked like a highway sign. Right. It said 24 and it was hanging up. It was like poster board kind of thing. It was hanging up on the wall. And so we took this 24, put it like taped it onto the Brazilian flag and we brought it to this event. Again, I don't remember exactly what it was, but the three of us stood in the balcony. I, I remember I like wrote 24 down all over my arm. Oh yeah. yeah I remember that. <laughs> and so like, White, we pale went, skin. yeah. <laughs> so we went as this was like our way of showing the floor. Hey, like we, we want to be a part of this as well. And, um, I, it just, I don't, I can't remember too much more other than like, we felt very accepted immediately. A lot of the guys that were on the floor that were like, you know, big members of the floor. I remember they were kind of like looking up at the three of us, like these guys are crazy, but like, (laughs) Hey, they're with us, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So anyway, the, um, the flag, the original flag with the Brazil and and taped on, sign obviously didn't work that well because the sign kept falling off with the tape you know yeah and so the three of us and i don't know how many people know this but the three of us were actually the ones that made the flag that ended up getting burned yeah i don't i don't remember i don't remember what we what do we just rip off one of our sheets i that part i don't remember but I think I, I think I kind of remember going to Kmart and buying. A I remember cheap going broom. to Kmart. Yep, that's yep. what I remember too. So we, I, so we went to Kmart. We bought a broom for the handle. Maybe we just bought some sheets, some cheap sheets of something like that, and yeah. and and maybe a can of spray paint. I don't remember. But the three of us like made this flag, and from there, like that flag was brought everywhere. 90 probably 99 percent of the time by one of the three of us like that was our flag um so i guess for me personally that flag and i don't mean i don't mean this to sound negative because but like for instance let's just say nate Campen made the flag and the flag was there before we got there and it was just part of it whatever the flag gets burned. Honestly, I probably don't care as much. I care, but I probably don't care as much. Yeah. But like that flag, um, it was more than just a flag to me. It was a symbol of a, the three of us and like that bond that we had and that, that brother that I've, you know, always wanted to have. It was a symbol of that B it was a symbol of us extending like a, a branch to the 24 down family to be like, Hey, we want to be a part of this and them reciprocating and be like, Hey, we accept you guys. Like as silly as that sounds like that flag was a symbol to me of those things. Um, so that's to me, that's why like when it, when it happened, I, I understand that like it was a prank, you know, nowadays I understand it was a prank. I don't think that those guys intended to be like, let me take the symbol of what means so much to like, they didn't, they didn't know it was just a prank, yeah. but that's why me personally, that's why I took it the way that I did um, on the, on the normal podcast. I've been starting to ask this question a lot where if you could take one piece of 24 down, whether it's a brick or ceiling tile or whatever, you know, what would it be? Had that flag never been burned <clears throat> absolutely 100 that's the one piece of like 24 down yeah, that i would love to like have and i'm not trying to like make 
Phil and Alex and the guys feel bad for doing. No, make them feel bad, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I I don't know. I think it felt, I know it wasn't, but it felt like more of a personal attack towards the three of us because it was at least, at least in my book, that was a symbol of the brotherhood that we had also the brotherhood that 24 down had them accepting us, us reaching out to them. So that's kind of like my, my thing that I wanted to at least share. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, brother. No, I would agree too, because I mean, there was so much pride in that flag. I mean, like you said, it really united us. I mean, we, we, I mean, we all came from pride, like sports background too, right? And we all grew up with like sports background. My brother and I are always with the World Cup and I'm sure you too with, you know, sports and everything. And and so when we made that flag and went to the intramural sports, and like you said, like we even had those, I remember when you said we put two, four and then an arrow down and we, man, and I remember that original flag with the Brazil flag and the highway sign. I mean, all that was just like stuff that was just powerful for us, man. And then it was uh, the fact that I think, I think what really, I think why we probably took it to the level we did was because the fact that it was burnt went beyond a prank in a sense of like, shoot, it's destroyed. Like the property's destroyed, you can't get it back. It's not like, oh, okay, we took it for a second. Okay, here we go. Like, or they came to an instrumental or an intramural game and and waited it out. Like, you know, that would have been a prank. Like, oh, okay, they got it. They're the ones that stole it. But the fact that it was actually destroyed and you, you know, I think that's probably what hit us the most. No, for sure. You bring up a great point because I agree 100%. Had they taken it, had they taken like a ransom, put a ransom note with it or something like, okay, that's funny. But but because it was burned, it was destroyed. There was no getting it back. And we did make more flags after that. Um, But none of them felt the way that that original one felt. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think like uh, for me, like even going back to the beginning, like when my brother and I first got there in our first semester, again, we didn't know anyone um, and we were rooming together, right? So that was at least easy. And like, uh, again, we grew up in a little bit more of an urban context, right? And so when we got to college or yeah, when we came to Valley Forge, it's kind of in the suburbia, um, out in the country. And so I remember in, in, uh, going in my room, my brother, we're having a little heart to heart talk. I said, listen, we got to try to get integrated, meet people. I said, we got to find one white dude, one white dude who we can, <laughs> who we can integrate. <laughs> you know, if we can be BFS with one white dude, we'll be in. We'll be good. All right. <laughs> and so we found out he was perfect. <laughs> got the tattoos, you listen to rock and roll, whatever you listen to. Whatever it was. Uh, but no, man, I think uh, uh, I, I just can't even remember how we even met, but it was just like an instant bond, you know, and connection. And really, I don't even remember how we even got connected to 24 Down on a bigger scale. But I do remember us hanging out all the time, the three of us. I do remember being up in the balcony watching the game. I don't know if it was a school game or intramural game, but we were just having fun, the, the three of us. And um, I think that's why the flag for me, uh, represented a sense of like brotherhood, you know, that deep sense uh, uh, of just friendship. And um, and so when that was burned, I think so, some of that hit hit the core. And, so, you know, that impulse uh, was just like, oh, you're messing with our brotherhood. It's just like, you know, army of brothers in, in the army and you burn the American flag that does something, right, to, to the soldiers. And again, ours is, I mean, that's exaggerated, right? Ours was just like, sure. it's not even, 
can compare at all. But I'm just trying to get, set that mindset of what it was like, I think, for us with, with that flag burning um, initially. And probably, too, let's be real, probably, you know, because you're – I think it was Alex. He was like, he's like, why would they be? He was joking, like, why would they be mad? Like, okay, well, it was actually pretty. It looked pretty, you know, you watch the video, it's burning. And but I think <laughs> who else? Like, it was a little bit of mimicking too, right? Because they they mimicked us. I mean, not that it was malicious and they, they were just making fun. It was a prank. They were just, but I think maybe with the combination of the flag burning and and the music and then mimicking, maybe that could have been why we were probably so riled up. And I was actually thinking about the fact that uh, it's more more of a joke than anything. But like we kept saying, we had went on Friday night to go watch 300. And like a funny part of this is that like they probably don't realize we were grieving. We were grieving that Leonidas in the 300 had just died and had been slaughtered. And then here we come, bro. And then we see our flag burning. That like rose the dead of the 300 in us. Yeah, it's like, how are you gonna how are you gonna do that right after we watched 300? Like, you know, it's a, it's a like we're gonna yeah, band together. Like, um, if we if we had as as a floor, if we had all gone to see Pocahontas or something like that, we would have come back and been like. Oh, where'd our flag go? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of that sucks. But we yeah. saw the dungeon. We're like, there's got to be blood. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I was, I was uh, impressed, man, because I think from that, you know, from a little flag, I think that really boosted. Um, again, so they actually helped cultivate like our two four down group, right? Where we bonded together, and from that point on, we were so close and so tight. Um, and uh, that, that even that we're talking about it even to this day, which is crazy. Um, but uh, it, it just really uh, sped the family process for us. So it was a sense of brotherhood, a sense of family. Again, I, I know from watching their episode and getting their perspective, like that's not that that wasn't their intent to to yeah. hit those cores. Right. But um, that's what it was for us at the time. And that's what I told them, too, because after our, after their episode, I had I sent them a message that said was. It's like, listen, man, this is water on the bridge. Like, I'm sure no one even nowadays is is crying over this and still upset about it. I mean, we talk about it now, just like on our other episodes, we talk about other pranks and we we go back and reminisce about those moments and those, even Had and I talk about, we joke around all the time about me, me ball tapping him and he choking me to death almost and my brother saving my life, man. You know what I mean? Like, so many different pranks. And so we go back and we talk about this too. But, uh, you know, I think all of us really look at it as a prank and we, we know, like you said, listen to the episode, nothing malicious and crazy like that. Nothing personal. Yeah. And I, I ended up I ended up texting them too and I said, catch me outside. How about that? You know, <laughs> like, nah, nah, I didn't even text them. But uh, you know, I appreciate them. They they actually it's funny because I love their sense of humor. And I think that like I, I didn't really get to know them well. I think kind of knew of them. Uh Alex a little bit more than Phil, but I feel like he uh like they remind me of my relation with my brother. You know, I feel like I'm a little bit of a Phil and my brother is a little bit uh, of an addict, you know? Um, and I just feel like uh, my brother and I, we like to joke around, have a sense of humor. Um, and, and I get sometimes my sense of humor can be a little bit out of control or, or not appropriate sometimes, I, I guess we'll say, right? Um, <laughs> but it was just cool to see it just, you know, how they laugh and, and their bond. And I felt like it, it represented my brother and I too, but I feel... I feel like they would, um, had I gotten to know them more, I feel like we would have been close too in some, some regards. They're like a white version of us. So, <laughs> <laughs> what's like, what's crazy is 
100% had those two been on 24 down, like had they been living on 24 down apart, like they would have fit in like hundred percent. They would have been in on all the antics that we got into. It just so happened that we lived on different floors. Um, I, I love that. I love that you guys are bringing up that, you know, after listening to their episode, you understand their perspective. And I, and I think, and that that's a huge thing that I wanted to do with this whole like flag burning episodes thing. But I think they really understand our perspective as well. And, and it is like, like you said, it is water under the bridge at this point. Um, So I don't know. I just think that's really cool. The other thing, Mike, that you said, and I'm glad you said this um, because I'm going to share something Talesha told me the other day off air. And it goes pretty much exactly with what you just said about how, if anything, it made us, you know, even stronger and whatnot. Talesha posed the question, and it's a great question. If they don't burn the flag, maybe the 24 Down podcast doesn't exist today, you know, yeah. because it is a moment that brought us all so much closer. It was yeah. something that fueled our brothership, our brotherhood, you know. Um, so in a way, like we, we almost got to thank them, you know, like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that was the funny thing. Like you guys said, it was, you know, you had asked us what we thought about it and what we felt back then. And again, it's probably the combination of watching 300 die the night before and, and then the seeing the flag burn and knowing that like this is not Photoshop, but what it is, the flag is actually done and burned and and a little bit of mimicking. But I think like you said on your podcast at, or with them. The fact that we didn't even know them, like we, I had no idea who Phil and Alex was. I had no idea who, actually, I still don't know. You guys kept mentioning Todd. I'm like, what the heck is Todd? And I'm like, I want to see a picture of this dude because I don't, I remember Josh Davies. I remember Brian Cole, whatever his name is. I remember, I don't know. I didn't know Joey, but I, I remember seeing him after the whole thing. But I think because it was folks that we didn't know, had it been someone, Kyle Young from Four Down that we had played soccer with or had a relationship with, like, it would have been water on the bridge right away. It would have been like, ah, okay, yeah, you kind of messed up a flag, but you know, it was, a, you know, it, it would have been what it was. And I think the fact that we didn't know them made it seem more malicious, I guess, more personal than anything. Not personal, but I guess at that time it felt personal. Well, and and the crazy thing is, is like, because I, I like I, I didn't of of the six or seven guys involved, I knew of. Like, I think I knew of Joey just because Joey was just kind of that like loud guy around campus that you would, you couldn't help, but not at least notice, you know, I knew Josh Davies because he would hang out with 24 down here and there. I knew Brian because I worked with Brian and that's about the extent of things. Like I didn't know Phil and Al, I didn't know Todd Um, to be honest. And I don't mean this in a bad way. I didn't even really like, I don't remember ever seeing them around or anything. And exactly. um, And so I guess like one of, one of the things with that whole dynamic um, that I, I wanted to bring up here is like, I didn't know them, but I instantly like, was like, these guys are public enemy. Number one, I can't stand. I don't know these guys, but at the time I'm like, I can't stand these guys. Like, you know, whatever. <laughs> and so fast forward to the next year, I, I will never forget this. This moment lives in like the top of my memory and I can like think back to it at any point and I can remember so much detail about it. But the next year we're, I'm driving back from Michigan, driving to go back to college 
and I'm probably, I don't know, maybe two or three hours away from Valley Forge. And I get a phone call as I'm driving. It's from Mike. <laughs> and he was He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, hey, he's like, you know, you'll never guess who they put on the floor. Oh, my God. And I like I remember like like instantly like my first thought, because that Juju, that was the year that you left. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And, that's probably why I didn't even know them afterwards either. Right. And so I remember like thinking like at first thinking like like it was like a a great feeling like oh my god like Mikey's telling me that Junior is coming back like and I like had this like super like excited like oh like who 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 and then he says Alex Anderson and I literally like I'm telling my mood changed on on the spot and my foot I'm not joking I've said this before but it's not a joke my foot literally went from like being on the gas pedal all the way down to the like ground I probably I, I I might've had hour and a half, two hours left on the trip. And I think I got there in like 30, 40 minutes. I fled there and I got there and I just remember like walking in and all I wanted to do was like walk past the room and just give him like, just give him, you know? And again, like why? I didn't know the guy like before he burned the flag. I didn't even know the guy existed, but now yeah. he's the guy that did this terrible, terrible thing to us, you know? And um, it just, I guess it speaks to, um, the character of 24 down that very shortly after that, Alex became a, a, a just as much a part of 24 down as anybody else living on the floor. Um, it, it took some, it took some time. I won't lie. Like it, it, it didn't happen instantly. I, I was giving him some evil eyes for a while. And I think <laughs> But like in a very short amount of time, the 24 down family realized his character and they accepted his character and became part of the family and then like outside of that you look at like phil phil never came back to the campus or anything like that he or to as a student i should say um but like it was the same thing like people that were able to get a chance to meet phil through alex you know or whatever talk to phil get to know him it was that same thing like why was i so heated against this guy and, and now, like, hearing their perspective, I think it helps even more because now you know it wasn't intentional. It wasn't malicious. It was yeah, them yeah. pulling a prank that we would have done the exact same thing. In a parallel universe, if four down had a flag and they were waving it and they were just as annoying as us, guess what? We would have gone and stole their flag and burned it. Like, maybe not exactly, but we would have done something like that. It does, I wouldn't put it past us. Yeah, so, yeah I agree. I and agree. I could agree with them with their what they had mentioned. Like, we were probably real annoying. I mean, we were probably really obnoxious. And with, had it been, had it been uh, any other group of whatever type skateboarders that or this type of group with that type, and whoever would whatever type of group would have been loud and obnoxious would have annoyed us prior as well, and we probably would have wanted to done something as well. So I absolutely hear them and wanting to probably do something to us to shut us up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, it's funny because you look back now, it's just so petty, you know, and I, and I agree. It's like any, like any type of prank you would have seen anywhere else, you know, that's done nowadays. And so, like, I, I in some ways I feel bad, you know, um, of like the results of that for them, you know, even like long term, you don't even realize looking back like, um, um, and again, like, uh, yeah, I don't know, you know, so you just, you just feel bad uh, that that put like a mark on them in some ways. Um, but, uh, in some, in some ways they deserve it too. So, 
<laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but uh, it's crazy to think about the power we had, like, you know, uh, just like as we rallied together. Um, and I remember just being so angry when I watched that video. You know, even some of it when I when I watch it again, even tonight before watching it, I watched the flag episode. Um, and I do. It was you, Josh, who, who like you, you uh, walked out of the room. I'm going upstairs. And remember, we like ratted up against you. And uh, I, I can't remember Todd's face, but I remember he was a tall dude. And I remember you knocking on the door and I'm like right behind you. Get, get this dude, right? You knock on the door and then this dude, pick, you know, opens the door and there's a tall Todd. I'm like, yeah, go ahead, Josh. Go ahead, <laughs> you know, he, he's pretty tall. And wasn't Baldwin, wasn't he there too? Yeah, Baldwin was there, yeah. Yeah, that was like scrawny Baldwin at the time. And he had like the wavy hair and he, I remember him knocking on the door. Maybe it was Davis or Todd, one of them. Um, and I remember him confronting someone, um, you know, which he, if he did that now, man, nobody would mess with him. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, just crazy how I, I just think about, yeah, we went a little bit overboard, you know, in our reaction, but. And I would tell it. So there was only two people that I remember being like pissed at or about like, feeling a little more personal or I remember like wanting to go at them like and that was only Josh Davies and if I remember right if I'm remembering Joey De La Cruz correct he was a Filipino looking dude yep right kind of give or take yeah I think so yeah yeah and I remember I just remember us going to the intermittent game and like us staring at him and like making it awkward every time he went up for a layup or and I don't know why I don't remember feeling Alex as much maybe because again maybe we just didn't know him that much or or I don't know why I didn't take it as person with them or maybe they were taller and they did scare I don't know <laughs> I don't know what what uh like he said why didn't you come to board join us because you were there I didn't want to go over there <laughs> but uh, I don't remember those are the only two that I really remember taking it personal but um I remember Josh Davies, you guys had mentioned whether he got expelled or suspended. I don't remember if it was one or two, but I definitely remember him getting suspended because I remember his parents coming there. I remember watching him from our window hat, getting his stuff and packing his car. And then he's starting to feel a little bad, like, oh, dang, is he really like expelled and kicked out? Once I was like, yeah, we all, I think kind of hyped up, but at the side of us, we're probably like, oh, shoot. So I, I remember him getting suspended. I completely forgot uh, until you just mentioned that I can, and I remember that now too. Like I remember his parents coming and them carrying all his stuff out to the car and everything like that. So again, like with, with, with Josh Davies, it it felt personal because Josh was like hanging out around us quite a bit prior to that. It was like a betrayal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and with Joey um, without like going too much into detail, Joey was dating a girl who then like, at when they broke up, that girl was part of the 24 down family. Like she was hanging out with, and, and so we knew like, okay, from him, it's personal too, because he's mad that his ex is like hanging out with the rest of us and everything like that. So I, I think that's why. And, and again, for Phil, for Al, for Todd, for Brian, like it just, it wasn't, they were just bored one night. Like we would have been, and they were like, hey, this would be fun to do, you know? Yeah. And yeah. it wasn't and initiated the by them. I remember were, um, uh, jo- uh, Josh Davis and Alex. I just remember 
his face afterwards and like kind of like giving him more of a hard look, which if I if I did and he remembers that, I totally apologize for being stupid and childish in that way. Um, but uh, like, yeah, there was something about Davis that um, really was personal, you know, and I think it was, you guys mentioned it. Like, I think I remember some of the comments, you know, I think that that got me heated. And then um, when he said two, four down, so it was him that said that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that I think that like really got me hyped because I think I didn't know if he was talking about us, which I felt disrespected. Um, and then or if he was talking about the ladies. Right. Which which angered us even more. And then I was dating Amber. Right. And so it's like, you just call my girl slut. Like, you know, that that got me angry. And so I think, again, all that just fueled the fire. Right. And making this crazier than it had to be. But but that's probably why it was more personal with just like you said because of the fact of MySpace, there was that, I don't remember exactly what was going on with the whole conversation on MySpace, but because we actually had dialogue with them probably on the MySpace and he was going, defending himself or he, I felt like he was trying to be tough if I remember on the MySpace. It that's was. What made, that's what stirred us up because he was trying to be tough on the MySpace. Like, and then that's where it got a little more personal. It was, it was. I don't remember anything with Alex and Phil because they didn't make comments, and I remember them even mentioning like they didn't want to get involved in the whole comments and making that personal. That's probably why. It was, and it was. It was just the two of them. It was Josh and Joey were the only ones making comments. On That's why I remember school. them. Yep. So Josh, Josh Davis got. I actually, I know you guys were wrestling with that. I think he did get suspended at least or something. I remember him getting yeah. kicked out. Um, so we, but. But was it was it for that reason specifically? So we've we've started to piece this together a little bit, and, and you'll hear you'll hear a lot of this um, within this episode when the full episode is released. But from my understanding, long story short, it was a, a matter of because none of the other guys got kicked out, right? But everybody, so Talesha did what he did with the audio to figure out, okay, it's Josh Davies clears day, and then we happened to look at Josh Davies MySpace page and the night of the flag burning Josh Davies becomes friends with Phil Anderson Alex Anderson uh, <laughs> so it's like okay so now we know who it is right and um Talesha went up to Todd and, and maybe some other people and was like hey like I I know like I, I have proof I know I just need you guys to be honest with me whatever so I don't know if they asked every single person, but they asked some people, hey, were you involved in this? All they wanted was just an, an admission. Like, yeah, I was involved in this. They, nothing was going to happen. And yeah. and all the I don't know if they asked everybody, but everybody that did ask was honest and said, yep, I was a part of that. Josh Davies denied, 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 gave multiple chances. Josh, like, come on, tell us, tell us, tell us. And he kept denying. So the reason what I've pieced together, the reason that he got kicked out was because he was given the chance to be honest and he lied and the other part of it was the the flag burning itself like what could they really do what could the school really do nothing but it was the comments that he made in the video that were Uh, then they were malicious comments and that's when you can like hold somebody to the the flame for that no pun intended and the fact that you're given a chance to be honest and then you lie about it. Okay, now that and so I think that's kind of what we've pieced together. And I could be wrong. I I I, I don't know. I've put out <clears throat> that if Josh Davies wants to come on this podcast at any time, he's more than welcome. Um, I actually um 
in another portion of this podcast, you guys will hear, like I kind of uh, said some stuff that it might shock you that I completely like do not uh, water under the bridge type of stuff with him too, you know? Uh, so um, yeah, who knows? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah. see all that makes sense now. Why for some reason in my mind, like I have no idea who Todd is. I, I can't remember. And Phil and Alex, even when you guys did the whole episode, I'm like, I really don't even remember beef with them. Even when we found out that they were involved, and when we went into the intramural basketball game, I don't remember tearing them down or, you know, trying to get them all riled up. Like, but I remember Josh David, but I remember specific intramural game, like making it awkward for, for Joey. And that makes sense now because they tying them back into the MySpace comments and getting more personal, malicious there, and them trying to act big and tough. That's where we, we started to get offended. But, and even for me, I think it was more Joey's like, Joey, you are brown skin. This is ours to know white people. So what do you brown people do now? Because you light stuff on fire. What are you doing? Like, I think that's why I was offended too. I just, yeah. I just, or they don't know how to cover the tracks, bro. Yeah, you got to cover your tracks. Put it all out there. And I remember we were like that, man. Like I remember watching it over and over and over. And we were like FBI agents trying to like decrypt all this stuff, right? To try to oh, see man. who it was. And I do remember try- blaming so many different other people. Oh, yeah. And, not even realizing it was this group of, uh, of guys that, again, for me, I didn't even know other than Josh. Yeah, but going back to that in the mirror game too, man, one of the funniest things, I kept laughing, man, when Phil was talking about, like, when he would, I guess they were a little bit buzzed before, and then uh, he said, after the tip-off, I'm going to take this basketball, and I'm going to drain this three, and then, like, uh, went on top of, like, the point, yeah. and he missed the shot completely or something. It was so funny when he was talking about that, man. I was, I was cracking up. That's why I said those guys, this guy, they seem really cool, man. They have down to earth personalities. I love their sense of humor. I hope they keep that, you know. Um, and it's funny because uh, just watching their comment when you talked about me pooping on the floor, <laughs> the comments are hilarious, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I, I think if there's anybody still, to, you know, we look back and we laugh and we joke, and it's just, it's light, right? You know, we moved on, right? Um, past, past all this. Um, but if there's people who are still angry to today, then there's some real issues. They need some real counseling, you know what I'm saying, to deal with some of, some of that. Uh, so I hope they don't feel any of that animosity uh, from us or from anybody else because that would be stupid, really. Well, the last the last thing that um, I'm going to say, and then I'll, I'll let you guys kind of close out and say whatever you want to say. Um, and it's just one last. I'm not trying to like harp on this or bring this up again like that. I just I think it's I think it's another interesting story. Um, again, we talk about how like Phil and Al, like we didn't even really like know them, you know, and, and the one story that like sticks in my mind is I don't know if you remember, like everybody remembers the interview game after where we were all like just giving them a hard time. But I, I I don't know how many people remember like shortly after we're all in the cafeteria and, and Phil talked about this a little bit. Yeah. I and remember. Phil, he's sitting at a table by himself. <laughs> and so the portion of the story that I remember is like, I'm, I'm there and I go and sit down with 24 down and like, I kind of hear some rumblings. Like, I don't even like, it, it, I don't even put two and two together. And like somebody literally has to say, that's Phil. That's one of the ones that burned our flag. Cause I just had no idea, you know? Um, and so I just, I think that's really interesting that like, I, I'm literally, I could be sitting across the table from you and I didn't even know yeah. that you had a part of it because again, it wasn't, it wasn't meant 
from most of their perspectives. It wasn't meant to be something that we took it as, but I think they do understand why we took it as that. So um, that's all I'm going to say for now. And I will let you guys give your last little bits. I appreciate you guys coming on and doing this. Um, It was really important for me to kind of share my version of the story of why the flag meant so much to me. And you guys were the biggest part of why that flag meant so much to me. So. Yeah, man. Go ahead, dude. Don't tell me what to do. I go where I'm gonna go. You don't. You don't own me. <laughs> you're not player number one anymore. I'm, I'm player number one. My brother never let me be player number one. <laughs> but you're about to go. You're about to go. <laughs> no man, I, I disagree with that man. I, uh, you know, even listen to that their episode. You know, it just confirmed for us that they didn't one. They didn't even initiate the whole thing. It wasn't even malicious. It was probably more disturbed from Joey Dela Cruz's jealousy of a woman, just like uh, Bathsheba and David, or whatever, or whatever, you know. And um, hey, you don't read your Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and no, man, but they, there's some cool dudes, man. I, I really enjoyed watching their their episode and again their sense of humor. And uh, it was malicious. I mean, they were probably just bored, and like we were bored many times, and did a lot of different pranks and. And I think I was probably off campus already when that whole field thing happened with them being in the cafeteria and feeling awkward. And so, uh, you know, if we ever made them feel awkward, whether it was in the mural game or whether they never even felt awkward, whatever the case may be, man, it just water on the bridge. And I, I'm just, uh, I'm glad that they're part of the 24 Down family um, and that they're part of the chat and that they're ongoing with these uh, podcasts and everything too. So um, listen, man. More than the bridge, and I, like I told them, I, one day look forward to having a beer with them one day. And uh, but uh, you know, if you guys do want to give us the flag back or something for maybe you know the Twitter, that would be nice. But <laughs> we won't make you do that. But uh, yeah, man. So I say, but water on the bridge. Yep, other thing I said the same thing. Um, you know, uh, I think we've all moved on. It's fun to just reminisce about this. Uh, appreciate the memory that that it left for us, you know, like to think about just a group of us were able to shake things up so crazy that it caused all this, you know? Um, and, and again, I feel bad in one way for, for them because of that. But like, like I remember storming into like the student life and like getting Talasha involved and like, I mean, we were all going crazy. Um, but these guys are cool guys, man. And I'm, and again, I'm sad that it ended up in some ways that it did and I didn't get to know Phil and some of these other guys, the way that you know, uh, you know them. But uh, but yeah, um, look forward to hearing from everybody else. And uh, they may have burned uh, the first initial flag, but I want them to know uh, <laughs> that, that that they can never uh, burn out the, the flag, two, four down flag in the hearts, baby. So, booyah, two, four down! Love y'all, man. Love y'all. Love you guys. <laughs> So that was pretty much for me. I mean, I, I tried to do my best to uh, explain why the flag meant so much to me. It wasn't, it wasn't as much of a, the physical flag itself, but what that flag represented uh, to me. To be honest, like I when when we were talking about it, like I got choked up at one point, just kind of like explaining like why it meant what it meant to me. But um, it, I don't know what what you guys think about uh, you know what we just heard. 
Yeah, man. I mean, they, they bring the excitement, bro. <laughs> it's like a freaking <laughs> circus when they're, they're around. It's like a concert, bro. Um, yeah. I love, I love those guys. I love when you guys are together, uh, the triplets, man. Um, so yeah, man, I mean, definitely it was kind of like your kind of like way in, it was kind of like your initiation almost into like 24 down, even though we were already there and we were already, um, accepting you. It was just a way to you guys to show us that, Hey, we're really here for you guys and we're supporting you. And I thought that was awesome. So definitely it's not just the flag. It doesn't even just represent our floor. It represents, you know, you guys coming on our floor and you guys just supporting us. And we got more support from that. You know what I mean? And definitely it did mean a lot. And that's why it meant a lot to me as well. You know, like I said, you know, a flag represents something and this was more than representation. This was like a piece of your heart that was kind of like burned, you know what I mean? And, 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 peed on and trampled on and even though it wasn't peed on it looked like it was peed on um and you know we were called sluts and all that stuff you know <laughs> and um yeah man I, I definitely agree with that sentiment because i i was like i said until i heard the the podcast with alex until i heard the the part one of flag burning i still held a grudge between uh, like against them because even like I, I would even phil would say stuff about me uh, in the chat that we had that we have and uh, i would be like yo why is this guy even saying my name why is my name in his mouth you know i would actually be upset about it bro but then finally just hearing it it was like a conversation and i would love to be on a podcast with them just to talk about it and be like yo man now now we know you guys i know you guys and uh we, we don't hold this against you anymore but definitely it was it was so big back then and yeah definitely meant a lot yeah those two they're they're definitely passionate can tell by the startup of that that segment there um but uh just a, a comment quick to something that you guys were saying um how you you often acknowledge that 24 down was a thing before you three came in um but to be like completely honest <clears throat> in my opinion i started in 24 up for a semester before i went down but before before that day where you brought the flag and the posters and drew on your arms like you said um, we were close, but it wasn't to the, till that day that it was taken to the next level of like family because we knew each other. We were close. We like had people down the hall and stuff, but when we, but we never did any of the stuff that like that publicly, we never like, were like verbal, loud public about like how we act and stuff until you guys showed up. I don't even remember. It might've been basketball. I think you showed up for that. It was a normal basketball game maybe. And, uh, I remember playing and someone being like, because you three were new. So we all didn't know you very well. We all knew you, but we didn't actually know you. So when you showed up, you went up to the balcony and you had the signs and all that stuff. And someone was like, gosh, look, there's people up there like with 24 down stuff. And we were all just like, I remember very distinctly looking up and be like, wow, that is, that's, that's incredible. And that's when it like started. That's like the next level where we just were like, it's time to go public. It's time to like make this as good as it can possibly be. And like, we couldn't have done that without the Brazilian twins and you and with their charisma and their passion and your passion with them, it was just like, it was a wrap, like that day one of like some of the best days that we've ever had. I never, I never really thought of that, man. Um, because definitely we were close. And like you said, we were maybe close in a family still, but 
a little more to ourselves. We weren't really public with everything. I mean, the second year that I was there was, it was uh, your first year, Francis, I believe. Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. That That's, that's when the sports started. That's when we started really getting good at stuff. And that was like the infancy of it. And we definitely got really good, really fast. Uh, but we really weren't um, loud about it and public about it. But yeah, definitely. I would say, you know, Josh and the twins uh, with, with all the things that they were bringing, you know, we, we got loud about it and maybe that you know we caught a lot of people's um you know attention and uh that's why they wanted to burn a flag well i i I mean hearing that from you guys like i can't tell you how much that means just to hear you guys say that like that means a lot and i I really appreciate it i i think um and i don't mean to like i'm not trying to uh sound cocky or pat myself on the back or anything like that but it was one of those things where when it's I don't know if it's just a God thing or, or what, but like having the three of us come together, like you might not have been able to pick another, like three crazy people to like come together. Cause we are all like, all three of us are real crazy in our own ways and real, like just, it, it was like, I feel like the three of us, uh, you know, could have done that anywhere thankfully it was with 24 but it was just the fact that like if i got placed in four down and they got placed in bonjourno <laughs> then who knows what would have ever happened but the fact that we were all there we all met you know this like i think i showed up like very shortly after they got to campus and again it was when nobody else was there um because students hadn't returned yet and so we we were kind of forced to click but we just clicked and then you bring in that like craziness that all three of us have <laughs> and i guess it was just the, the the right formula then so no it's 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 cool and i i do appreciate you guys saying that um like i said i mean um i, I don't know the environment before my time um i guess i just assumed that it was always like hype and always crazy and everything like that because i don't know it before my time but what I guess I do want to bring up is that like um, Francis said, like how we kind of knew each other, like, you know, the three of us kind of knew everybody, not everybody, a lot of people on the floor, but we didn't really know anybody. And that's why, like, we were so determined to, we want to make a mark and um, credit to actually credit to both of you because um, Buddha, I think was probably the first person to come up to the triplets, the Brazilian triplets, if you will. And like really introduce himself and stuff. And uh, it allowed us to feel comfortable with this guy who's now in his third year. And we're like, okay, like that's good. And Francis, I, I know like you and I connected early um, again, but it was more in passing. It was, I think we just connected on, I think I had my Silverstein hoodie on and you said something about, Oh, you like Silverstein too. And I was like, okay, this guy likes the same music. And so we kind of had like, you both reached out to us um, in in ways that it made us then want to really really dive in and become part of this and do whatever we could to bring the things up so as much as as much as you guys are saying like our craziness might have helped push it like your guys kindness and and willing to accept us right away made us want to be like okay let's make sure they really really accept us so you guys need to take some credit too i guess is what i'm getting at but Mm -hmm. Um, well, speaking of 
people and, and how they reacted. We're going to go with the complete opposite end of the spectrum here. Uh, and we're going to talk to Tom Rizzo and Matias, who um, at the time fooled me. Like I would have thought that everybody on our floor was just furious. Turns out it wasn't the case. Tom and Matias both were kind of like, yeah, whatever. And so I, I think it's going to be really interesting to hear why they felt that way. So let, let's take it over to that. All right. So for this little segment here, um, I thought it was really important to bring on these two guests that I've got with me uh, because they had a different perspective than a chunk of us did in 24 down. And at the time I didn't necessarily understand why they had the perspective they did now, 15 years later, I understand a lot more, Um, but I think it is important to tell this side of the story. So without any further ado, let me welcome Tom Rizzo and Matt Matias. How's it going guys? What's up? What's good? How's it going? What's happening? (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I guess taking it back, like, without, like, going too, too much in in depth, because we've we've covered a lot on this podcast already, but, um, you know, the flag burning happens, and uh, quite a few of us were, like, really just fuming about it, and you guys both were very laid back about it. I know, Matias, you said recently, um, I think on your episode of this podcast, you were... I'm not going to quote you exactly, but you said something along the lines of like, to be honest, like I could care less about that flag, you know, (laughs) and and you were able to see past the flag and see the people on the other side. Tom, Tom's a little bit similar. Tom had a relationship with Phil and Alex and, and he wasn't like, he didn't let something like this affect his friendship with them. And, And I think both those things are interesting in an, of their own way. And I, I just kind of want to pick your guys' brains and hear maybe why, why it was that way for you guys. I guess I like, I'll start because um, I felt like my place with 24 down was a bit more nuanced than everyone else, because I kind of mentioned this on Dwayne's uh, podcast. I'm sorry. I'm a little nasally. I got a little, I'm a little sick still, but um, like I kind of, I guess meandered, between different circles in uh valley forge like i hung out with like you know the black kids and the hood guys i hung out with you know you guys which is like i say the white guys but we're 24 downs more like a multicultural floor but it's still like a different culture than sure you know what i would hang out with and we're white and and i mean (laughs) for the majority and then like i had my crowd that i had that was like in my barbershop that i hung out with as well so, I mean, I kind of, you know, just for some of those ty- ty- like type of, um, I guess, where it was kind of like uh, things tied to the flag and, and more like, I guess, intrins- intrinsic to like the deeper, um, uh, like, I guess I, sh- I could say like meanings or the like the more <laughs> symbolic things that you guys did. There's a lot of stuff that you guys did that I was just like, all right, well, you know, go ahead and go off. <laughs> I guess, you know, you guys have fun with that. Like I would uh, watch a lot of the things that you would do, um, even though I still identify as a 24 downer, as, you know, because I lived there for almost the whole time I was in college. I kind of observed a lot of the things you guys did because it kind of wasn't like 
what I did. I was kind of just like an observer for, for a lot of the stuff, but if, I don't know if that makes sense at all. But anyways, like as far as the flag is concerned, it wasn't until Hat, you like sent me this long explanation. Like it was, we were talking through text one day about the history of the flag that I, I didn't even know any of that. Like, you know, I, I remembered a lot of the stuff you had brought up as far as like the origins of the flag and where you, um, you know, what it meant to you. And, and I know there was probably some other people that were familiar with that as well. Is, is that true? Yeah. Yeah. I would think, uh, yeah, I, I would think there's, <clears throat> and, and I talked about this a little bit and you guys have either heard this in the podcast already, or you will hear this later. I don't know which order I'm going to put this in, but I talked about it with the Brazilian twins a little bit more about what the flag meant to me and, and some more of the history, but I don't know that everybody really fully knew all of that. So mm-hmm. honestly, don't yeah, I know as much as it's, so I'm excited uh, to hear, like, I don't, I'm not too familiar with what you're referencing. Yeah, dude, it definitely helped me understand where a lot of like hats passion for it came from. And it sounds like, you know, I wasn't really involved with the intramurals either. Like, I probably only did like dodgeball with y'all and I tried to do basketball, but I suck at that. But like, I watched a lot of y'all's intramurals and, you know, you guys crushed it. And I was just a cheerleader on the side. Sometimes I mood people, but like, (laughs) you know, besides the point, you guys were, um, you know, I loved watching you guys do your thing. And so the flag itself didn't mean much to me because that was more intrinsically involved with what you guys were doing with the, you know, the competitive side of 24 down and the, you know, the intramurals and things like that and what it represented um, to you guys as, as like a, you know, like a bard, you <laughs> know, in, in a war, so to speak. It's like, oh, this is my flag. And uh, catch with the boobazuela. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, you know, so I got that. Um, and like the, I was ready to turn up, as I mentioned in my podcast, I was ready to turn up and, and fight people for you guys because I know how much it meant to you. But like the flag itself, I was like, well, let's just make another one. It's just, you know, it was <laughs> it looked like a piece of crap anyway. And you guys did. You made like a freaking tarp, uh, basically. I think it, it like quadrupled in size <laughs> um, and it was, you guys came back even more powerful. So, I mean, those are my initial. That was why I had the the you know, the stance I did um, during the whole burning of the flag and, and, you know, how I postured myself during all that. For me, for me, it was like, I think I just never really cared so much about flags to begin with. Like, even like the same way that I look at like the American flag, I'm like, like that doesn't represent the people. Like, don't let that represent the floor. So I think that kind of carried over with me where I was like, that flag could burn, they could burn a hundred flags and we're still going to be going 40 deep to lunch and like, and, and whooping in sports. But then in the same breath, I also think that I am, have never been super competitive. So like, even like with like the intramural stuff and like it, like I didn't look at that as representation of us. So initially it was just like, like I probably like you, again, like you mentioned it when on, on the, episode with alex and phil talking about it like you probably brought like that getting into a fight at campus like i was like oh wow this is about to be like like i got behind that more than i got behind actually defending of the flag and it's actually funny too because i feel like me and matthias are probably the only ones that like 
would really throw down when it came to it. So <laughs> like that, that that was uh that we were the least caring about the, the flag burning in itself. Yeah, the, the the two most capable of actually getting in a fight. Meanwhile, like me, 120 pounds soaking wet, like going up and like, yeah, yeah, I'll tell you, like, what am I gonna do? You know? um, moves. Yeah, right. So, I, the, two two interesting things. One for each of you, like um, with with Matthias, and we've talked about this a little bit throughout this podcast or the history of this podcast. Like Matthias, really, really was like the friend of everybody at the college granted yes he lived in 24 down and he bled 24 down just as much as anybody else but his friendships extended outside of the walls of 24 down where where a lot of times like ours didn't um right or wrong like ours didn't uh you'd have little instances of friendships outside of those walls but matthias was that kind of guy that like Hey, uh, you, you need a haircut? Yeah, come here. And like, I'm going to build a, a, a relationship with you. Uh, you know, I, I'm walking past you in chapel. You seem like a cool person. Yeah, I'm going to talk to you. Like, and, and that speaks so much to the character that Matias is. So I know when the first time I heard Matias say like. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I actually the, fir- <laughs> <laughs> the first time I heard Matias say like, oh, the flag wasn't like that big of a deal. It, it didn't even like bother me at all because i'm like i get it like knowing who matthias is like i get it um and so that's kind of one thing i wanted to say about matthias and and, uh tom i guess one of the things you said and you talked about how like the the flag just never really meant as much to you um because it doesn't necessarily you brought up the american flag and it doesn't represent the people and everything like that necessarily as a whole and i know like i'm kind of putting words together but like um for some people like the American flag is like a huge, huge thing. And and I know like, you know, that and you understand that like, that's not your personal thing, but it's the same thing with like the 24 down flag. Like you, it it didn't mean anything to you, but you understood that it meant something to me. It meant something to some other people. And so I brought this up the other night um, in the chat. Like I was like, you know what? I'm starting to realize that like maybe this whole like flag burning thing, like I was the most like, fueled by it and i like created all this stuff but you guys even though you didn't necessarily care you still backed it like you still backed the hey we're gonna doesn't mean anything to us but we're gonna these are our brothers we'll support them and i think that's that's huge so i honestly think i probably wouldn't have cared at all if if the pictures of the girls weren't in the video like Mm -hmm. i I probably would have completely blown it off if it was because then i was like oh that maybe they are like being trying to be personal with it and set like and obviously here listening to them talk they weren't it was just picking pictures off of our facebook but like if it was if it wasn't for that i probably wouldn't have cared at all like like it was like but again it was like i my family cares about it so i'm definitely gonna throw down if i need to and and first <laughs> stupid and in hindsight <laughs> like even though i knew them that like i I wish I would have been more involved hanging out with uh, Phil and Alex because like their, their creativity and like the way that they can like piece like scripts and videos and stuff together. Like, I feel like I, I would have been good in helping them with that and like being a, a like another character and one of their things. And I'm like mad that I didn't get to explore that more with them. And like, 
that silly drama over a friggin flag might have prevented even a couple weeks of that happening or, or whatever like like those dudes are funny dudes and knowing them we knew that they were just being funny like like but again it was like seeing girls in it and stuff like that and like girlfriends of people on the floor and stuff like which that's why it may push it over but yeah and they even mentioned too that it got out of hand like their hands because they did they intended it for to be something just to be like a prank you know well they we prank them and they prank us and just like good old you know college fun but then you know josh davies and them they turned it into something personal and that was not what they intended like listening to their side um so like and like you said, yeah, the the Anderson brothers, bro, they're just geniuses, man. They're like, they're like, we are so privileged to hear their creativity and to know them because, like, they're just their creative minds are just out of this world. I like want them to get like a fat grant or some signing from some oh, yeah. comedy network or something like like Funny or Die giving them a hundred k to like put some stuff together. It would be it would be gold. Like like the stuff they make in the backyard with you guys wrestling stuff is insane and it's still like the poorest budget stuff. Like and it's incredible. Like, Yo, everybody listening, if you have the chance, go to a wrestle fest. That is a good good time, bro. Y'all got to just go to one. Especially if the dragon's going to be there, then definitely go to a wrestle fest. <laughs> I'm hoping that's, the TS is the dragon. The TS is yeah. <laughs> dragon is oh. champion. <laughs> um, no, they like so. You know, I've said this. this I, I feel like a lot of times I'm repeating myself, so I do apologize. But like, here's another thing, and I'm just going to bring it up again because it is so true. Like those two, Phil and Alex specifically, they would 100 percent fit on 24 down had they been placed on 24 down they would have been involved in everything that we ever did they would have been a huge part of everything just as you know and that's why today they they fit in with with us as a a group or whatever yeah um i also think that they wouldn't they would sorry to i just want to toss this in what you're saying i think that they would keep the same energies that they have now where like they'd be like all right guys like like sticking your hands together and chanting like is corn like they would say that but still be a part of it like like it would sure. be it would be for sure clowning, yeah. but a part of the fellowship yeah i can i can hear alex right now be like wait so we're putting our hands in right now and we're all yelling 20 uh, all <laughs> yeah, right fine yeah. i guess like, Where's insert I just see, gift. Oh, jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> we say oh my god <laughs> yeah, yeah, so so like you know that's him, and, and again, I don't want to. I don't want to just only paint the picture of of these two because there were more people involved in the flag burning. Um, so you again, now you talk about somebody like Todd. I I was like literally, I was gutted the other day when I heard, um, <clears throat> Todd Todd told Phil like I feel like the entire twenty four down hates me, and that I'm like public enemy number one, and it, like that gutted me because I'm like sure at the time we did because we were all young we were all immature not all most of us you guys are cool about it <laughs> but the rest of us like we were young we were immature like i would love to sit down with todd and be in like and and i have publicly apologized to him on the phil and alex podcast um i'm sure todd's a, a great dude that we would all get along with as well um but even like you know brian like me and brian i never <laughs> Again, this is just crazy. I never had a problem with Brian doing it. Because why? Because I had a friendship with him 
prior to it happening. And like so backwards thinking at the time, like he did the exact same thing everybody else did, but I was like, well, you know, Brian's got a pass. He's fine. Um, But then, you know, the people that like, again, we think had a more personal, like attack towards us, Josh Davies, Joey De La Cruz. I, I was thinking about this the other day and it really, it just, it just hit me. Like, I don't want to sit, I don't want to sit here 15 years later holding a grudge for something that two guys did in their late teens, early twenties. Cause you want to know how many stupid things I did in my late teens, early twenties, late twenties, early thirties. Like I do stupid shit all the time. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that to hold against my character. And so at the end of the day, I don't know who from that side will hear this outside of Phil and Alex. But for those of you that or, will, or like, just Phil because Alex isn't going to listen, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. But like, I would really like at least for me personally, and I I want to say that the Twenty Four Down family kind of would. I'm speaking for them. Maybe I'm not, but I just want to like let it be known that there are no. We've moved past it. We're all adults, and I'm sure we would all get along great. If if I were to run into Todd at a bar right now. I don't know if he goes to a bar. I'm just saying if I were to run into him, I'm sure we'd sit there and talk for an hour and just like shoot the shit and it'd be great. And I think that's part of the reason I wanted to get all this flag episode stuff out there was just to get it all out there, tell sides of the story and realize we're all humans. We're all, we're we're all doing this thing at the same time, getting in this together and we can all find different things that we connect on. So I know you know, this right. is why this is why I love podcasts because why would I go to therapy when I can just ran on a podcast? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I mean that's I mean all joking aside, you know this type of stuff is really cathartic and it's like, you know, it's it's cool that we have this cool community that we've all experienced this at the same time, and we can kind of like, you know, process this uh, post mortem. So it's all good. Like I and, and I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember the situation at Todd's door? Yeah, at, yeah, because I was like, the one that let I led the charge. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I remember he lived upstairs. I'm going up there right now. <laughs> I so I remember when you did that. I remember this very vividly. I don't remember a lot of things, but I remember this this moment because I was ready to throw down and my adrenaline was like ready to go. <laughs> I was like, it's go time, and so I was ready to rumble. But like, I wanted to analyze the situation first, and so. Everybody, there was probably 20 dudes. How many at, people? Would you at least, at least. And we're at right at his door. And I remember him sitting at his desk and kind of just being like, uh, guys, like, I don't know what to tell you guys. Like, just, you know, <laughs> trying to calm us down. And uh, it's funny to hear that he was actually kind of buzzed at that moment, too, <laughs> uh, according to Phil and Alex. But anyways, like, I remember that moment where everybody was like, the adrenaline was high and, you know, energy was high and, and, everybody was yelling and he was just kind of sitting there and I could just tell like the situation was not going anywhere. And I remember just walking away before anyone else. I don't, I don't think anyone else came with me, but I was just like, yeah, this, we're not going to fight this guy. This is just, <laughs> we're just angry and we just need somebody to yell at. And yeah. Could you imagine if we really fought that dude over like <laughs> that burn? Like if we were having this conversation now, we're like, wow, we fought that dude over a flag. Right. Like, right. And I've said it like he had the most unfortunate, like out of everybody involved, he was the most unfortunate one because he happened to be the only one that lived in the exact same building as us. It's true. So it was just, 
I also think that we didn't, we knew the least about him too. Like at least there was a few of us that knew Phil and Alex and stuff. And like, I could, you could see that there was probably, he had a little more like cockier edge than, than Phil and Alex, not to say that he even was, but like, he was like, he's like, he was, I think he was like dating a pretty girl. He was like athletic, do all this stuff. So he had some like swagger to him. So I feel like it was like, there might've been some intimidation factor to us with that. And then again, not knowing and stuff, but again, like, none of us knew who he was it could be a sweetheart like, like right. you know, we were ready to throw down it's so funny yeah i think ultimately that's the thing it, it, another person that that has been i don't know why it's just kind of happened that's been completely left out of all of this on on their side of things is is because Jer- jeremy sexton was involved too and oh, great uh, dude great dude man and like but but i think part of the reason he's left out of a lot of this is because again like a, none of us really like knew knew him you know obviously matthias he knew him, but like none of us really knew him um but he's another one that like he had no ill intention and like um I, now like it's like i love that i have this really close relationship with phil and al because i hear stories about todd i hear stories about jeremy i hear stories about brian and stuff i'm like man like i love these guys like i would totally get along with these guys so Ultimately, I don't know from that side who's listening to, to this episode, but I really just hope if nothing else, if you take nothing else away, know that like the 24 down family holds nothing against anybody. Um, at least I don't. And I, I would think a lot of people don't as well. And uh, I, I apologize for all the craziness that we put you guys through too. Yeah. Jeremy's a great guy. I know him because D Rob, the church that D Rob went to, he went to, and I would go to D Rob's youth group with him sometimes. I don't know. Like, I guess it's one of those things that they allow kids that graduated from the youth group to come back or whatever. And uh, Jeremy would, would come with us as well. And really great guy, like super intelligent, like one of the most red pilled people in Valley Forge, probably that was like under the radar, very talented. And yeah, like he, I know him and he meant, he probably just meant it as a joke as well. Like I know he was just laughing his butt off as editing that video I, I think he was the one who edited it yeah i think so yeah um yeah super talented guy. together maybe i don't remember exactly it's yeah it's yeah I, I i can speak to the guy's character and he's just amazing um but i was thinking too as you were talking hat like i'm a boy scout i'm an eagle scout actually and it's kind of hypocrite i can i can understand your passion for the flag because it was i'm indoctrinated to have a love for the American flag because of my Boy Scout training, where if somebody puts like the flag on the ground or if they do anything to disrespect the flag, there's just like this innate sense of patriotism that comes up, even though I'm not like a patriot at all. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm like not even like that. But that certain part of me is like drilled into my, my psyche where it's like you show respect to that freaking flag or I'm going to end your life. And so I get that. Uh, to that extent and I, I didn't even realize that until i heard you talking more about it um just earlier and, and listening to the flag burning episode so like yeah flags are very they are important and they do symbolize a lot of things um you know and and so like i don't think there's anything wrong with the passion that you had for it hat um i just think that yeah we could have processed it better <laughs> sure to handled it better for what sure we would have killed someone like that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the time I wanted to, I'm not going to lie, you know, 
Was that before or after 300? Because <laughs> our testosterone juice is flowing. <laughs> yeah. That whole, it's just. Wait, I mean, the, the, the one thing I wanted to bring up, because I haven't really heard anyone talk about it. Does anybody know if if Josh Davies, if there was drama with a female from a 24 down girl, like I was trying to think about that. Cause I feel like the whole like non-relationship horrors thing, like there was like, there was like something that happened with a girl and I don't, I don't, I can't remember what happened last week. So I don't remember, if, but I feel like there had to have been something like that. Like, so, so here's what, here's what I'll say. And again, as I'm editing or as, as we're recording this podcast, I don't know where I'm going to place these different things. Maybe I'll make a note right now to place this DSHAP portion after, because that's a great question. And you're going to get a lot of that answer in the DSHAP portion of this. Sweet. Sweet. Um, So I won't give it away. Um, That's a great question. And when we're off air, I'll tell you some of the stuff, Tom, (laughs) but um, wait on the next segments. (laughs) But yeah, so DSHAP covers, um, it, you know, I, I wanted to have Dshad on because he was roommates with Davies, and he covers a lot of perspective of things that we didn't necessarily see from Davies' end of things, and he actually touches on what it, what he, at least what he thinks that Davies meant by saying certain things. So that 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 will be touched on here as you guys cool. continue to listen to this episode. But yeah, no, that's a great question, honestly, because it that's another thing is like, we don't know. We, we never got clarity of from the people that it, again, I'm not trying to throw their names under the bus, but the Josh Davies and the Joey De La Cruz, we never got the reasoning of, okay, why did this mean so much to you? And, and they're welcome to come on if they ever want to, but it's good to kind of try and piece that stuff together. Yeah. Yeah. I was curious about that. And it's funny. Well, I think, uh, I mean, I guess, I guess the, I'll say, I'll say my last little thing with you guys, and then I'll let you, you guys each kind of give your final words as well. Um, I think at the time, to- for me at the time, if I were to, <laughs> Matthias, I love you so much. If I were to hear you at the time be like, don't care about the flag i'd have been like no like i would have been like all right now i gotta go pound up matisse's door and try and fight him and he would have kicked my ass you know thank god that never happened but like thinking about it now from 15 years removed from the thing i respect both of you guys for having the hindsight to be like these are just regular dudes you know this is another thing i've said before if four down had a flag and they were waving around all the time, guess what? 24 down would have gone and stole that flag and burned it. Like it's something that we would have done too. Mm-hmm. Like it, it really is as much as it pissed us off. It's something we probably would have done as well. So hats off to the flag burners for pulling one over on us, but they did it well too. Yeah. Like, dude. Added it, 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 like that. I love Phil was talking about it. I was like, that music was so good for it. Like it production. was so fitting. The yeah. production was on point. Respect. Yeah. But so, Matthias, when when you said that, had you said that at the time, I would have been like, damn it. Like, no, it was my birthday twin. No, but I, I, I respect After all we've been through. <laughs> I respect the fact that you had that 
mindset when it was so hard for the rest of us to have that mindset. Tom, you're the same way, man. Like, um, I, I, I think <laughs> it's funny, like as we go through this podcast and uh, not the flag burning, just the 24 down podcast in general, how many times your name comes up for like, you know, Buddhist question of who's the most smooth or like <clears throat> just in general, your name comes up as like being a cool guy. It's because like you had this ability to just be friends with every, like everybody loves Tom, you know, and it thinking back on it, it really, really makes me like have no doubts that you two would have been the two to been like, guys, this is not that big of a deal and see past it because that's who you guys are as, as people. So at the time I wouldn't not, would not have liked it today. I, I appreciate it. And I respect you both for that. So I'll let you guys kind of give your, your little last things. Yeah. I mean, definitely appreciate that hat. Um, the, the new and improved mature hat. oh man yeah i guess my parting words would kind of just be the same as what i've said like i feel like even though i couldn't really associate myself with the flag itself like i associated myself with you guys and so you know i saw what it meant to you guys and i understand why a flag would mean that much to someone and even now even more after what you've told me hat um, like if that would happen now, after what I know, I would feel what you felt like 10 times more. I would have been heated um, and I would have been ready to go. I probably would have initiated the fight and would have like tried to get it going. If anything, like knowing me back then, <laughs> just being just being dumb. And like, I know that sometimes we can turn, you know, molehills into mountains. But I think that our friendship as a whole it's 24 down is definitely an important mountain to that you would that is worthy of you know protection and 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 is worthy of the passion that that we've given to it so you know i see so but i see both sides of uh the story here i love phil and alex uh i love jeremy i don't know those other fools for real but like <laughs> you know, it was a good time and uh you know i'm glad that we're able to just sit here and talk about it and just you know have a good laugh about it yeah, I'm I'm glad that like after having this conversation and like thinking about the experience more, I'm glad one that like this was like the peak of extremism for our school, like that we weren't in like frats, like dragging nuts across each other and stuff like like imagine how much more crap kids are going through, like with hazing and all this random stuff. But, like this was like the peak of our excitement was just some like funny thing of some crazy dudes just making a video about us but actually in reference to that i'm also i'm humbled that that like that we had that much of an impact to people that they wanted to like we should have been actually flattered that they're like man these we're like we're that noticed that people are gonna like steal something from our floor take the time to take it out burn it edit it pick the right music go on our facebooks make a make a slideshow of things like pull pictures from it like that's a that's a humbling in itself but like i i was thinking about it too i was wondering if if i had seen their video from the campus police prior to the flag burning thing like their their campus police video I would have totally like I totally would have overlooked it all because I would have been like, oh, this is just like another 
segment in their comedic world like like this is like another and it, it is it is to this day and obviously hearing it from them that it was nothing but it's just i'm i'm glad that we were uh we were a part of it and it, it's uh it's it's funny it's cool that we get to go over it all again and talk about how important it was and how unimportant it was and what came from it and what friends came from it and and all that and I'm glad that we didn't punch anyone over a flag. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, I appreciate you guys coming on, giving you perspective, and and I love you. The 24 Down family loves you. So thank you guys again. Love you too, guys. Appreciate you, man. Love you. So I think it shows, uh, you know, like I said to them, like it shows a level of maturity that a lot of us maybe didn't have, the fact that they could see past it. Now, Granted, they didn't um, have the same attachment to the flag that I specifically had. So then they understood kind of where I was coming and they probably understand like everybody has their own things. But I just thought it was really unique that two guys on our floor um, had a indifferent feeling about it. Like they were passionate for us to be when we were passionate. But at the end of the day, like it wasn't that big of a deal to them and they could see what for what it was. And I respect them for that, to be honest. Yeah, it, they really had a different, a different point of view, and everyone definitely is entitled to their own point of view and how they how they take things. And so I'm never going to say they're wrong, but like compared to how I was feeling, it was just so different, man. I, I didn't I didn't help make the flag, but the and the but the thing was, it was like just a representation of us, man. It was like the symbol of 24 down and what we stood for, our brotherhood. So, you know, you come against our flag and you and you do all that. I know it's just a flag. I know it's just a piece of material, but it really did mean something to me i understand where they're coming from but uh, i'm just i'm so I'm, it's so funny how you know rizzo both of them they were like yo man they didn't really care much about the flag but yo they were there for 24 down so definitely it's not like they weren't part of 24 down because they definitely are they are family but it's like you know it's such a different point of view that it kind of like took me aback a little bit but you could definitely understand it you can definitely understand it. So I definitely understand it. I just don't agree with it, man. Like, uh, like I was just so much into it, man. So it really, it really affected me in a big way, but love you guys still. <laughs> yeah. It's a, their, their perspective is a true testament to 24 down as a community. And, and one like underlying, you know, fact of who we are, um, how they weren't even truly affected by it at all. And we're still ready to like throw hands for us because of how it affected us. And, you know, it affected me similar to you guys. I, I didn't have a, an, a, like an attachment quite to the flag, but like similar to what you said hat uh, at one point where it was like, you know, you, you didn't, you never re were really a part of something like this, a brotherhood like this, a family like this. So, you know, that really got me thinking. That's like, it's true. You know, you, you know, you have high school, it's only a couple of years or whatever and all that stuff. Everyone, th everything changes. But for this, it was like, your first step into being an adult, you have like real adult friends and, and we couldn't have asked for a better community and a better family that we have. And it's a true testament to see, hear them say that like, they were like, ah, it's just a flag. They were maybe a little more mature with their thinking and stuff and thought process. But the fact that they were up there with us, I remember Matias was up there with us. He was, he was like, I see how it affects you guys. And I'm, I'm ready to throw down. And you know, that that really is a true testament to like how, who we are as a 24 down group. Because like they weren't even sharing the same feelings that we were, but they were ready to back us up. They, you know, they had our back.
Yeah, it reminds me of the um, it reminds me of the McDonald's story where where we just heard we just happened to hear that there may be this like fight that's about to go down where some of our own are involved. And it took not not two minutes for a bunch of people to pile in cars and drive there, like had no idea what the backstory was. Didn't matter. It's there's there was people of our own that like were in some sort of dealing with something and we wanted to be there as a family. And I think Francis, it's exactly the same thing. Like they didn't necessarily feel the same way we felt, but as a family, they're going to mourn the way we're mourning or they're going to support the way we need to have the support and stuff like that. So yeah, all around, like nothing but good things to say about those two guys for not only the way they handled things, but the way that they were able to kind of back us up regardless i do wish that i had a similar mentality at the at the moment because i mean i i was definitely passionate as most of us were about that situation because you know it's the first time being in that that type of group setting but part of me wishes that i <clears throat> shared that emotions with them where it was just like eh, you know it's just a flag just blow it off you know go to walmart and buy another ten dollar flag or whatever it is you know i kind of wish i had that but you know, I don't regret the things that we did, you know. Oh, man, I, I'm so happy I was, like, all riled up and everything, you know, <laughs> heated and crap, man. It's It makes for a great story. Like, that's why I think more of us were, like, heated at it. Uh, but I think they they may have been the only two that were really part of us that were not, were like, oh, whatever, you know. But that's cool, though. Nice. That's good. Um, well, so I want to do uh, one last little one here. Um, interesting topic here with the fact that uh, D-Shat was actually Josh Davies' roommate at the time that this happened. So I thought it'd be really cool to get some insight from D-Shat and maybe hear a different perspective and stuff. So we'll check that out now. All right. So we're here. Uh, I got Wolfie here and we're sitting here because we want to get um, some different perspectives on this. And, and so uh, we've invited D-Shat onto this portion of this episode. Uh, first and foremost, D-Shat, how's it going? Super good, man. Super good. 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 So um, <laughs> what's, what's interesting and a big part of the reason I want D-Shat's input, um, and this is something I completely forgot about until he brought it up, um, was that Dshat was actually roommates with Josh Davies at the time this happened? Correct. It was at the time that it happened. You guys yeah. were roommates. Yeah. Oh yeah. So oh, I, figured, yeah, freshman I, year. I figured that um, Dshat's got a lot of insight on the whole situation that maybe we don't even necessarily know about or have thought about yet or anything like that. So, um, I guess first and foremost, um, you know the episode one uh you've listened to it is there is there anything you want to touch on from that episode yeah so i remember there's um they were talking about like the timeline of everything and definitely know it was like it was my second semester freshman year that uh everything went down i remember that mostly because i mean it was you know my first year at school but two i had uh the room we were in was directly above 117 that's like the main main room right mm-hmm. um i was directly above those guys so that room up there was the biggest double in 24 up 
So that's where I lived. And I remember when the flag incident happened that Josh got kicked out and I had the whole room to myself. And I was like, I have the biggest room in 24 up all to myself. So yeah, that happened. I want to say that was at least like a month, if not like two months. I had the whole thing to myself. So that's like, I know it was like closer to graduation. So it was like a, yeah, a month towards everyone graduating in the end of the year. But um, yeah, but that's definitely when, when it happened. And yeah, he, he did get kicked out though. Um, I think that was the thing that were, they were wondering about. If he had out. But he did because I had my whole room to myself. So that's that's one huge thing that happened. Okay, so we we know he got he got kicked out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, timeline. It was again. So this is this was all based around us going and seeing uh, three hundred. You know, this is blasphemy. This is madness. This is Sparta. So under the so we went. What's that T-shirt? What's that? I think under the radar person who was associated with 24 down that no one knew my name. So I never actually got the 300 thing. So 300 came out in March, I believe Um, maybe late February, something like that. So it would make sense that, um, you know, if he, if he was kicked out shortly after that, that you had about a month or two in your room by yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I've, what I've pieced together And and maybe this will help, you know, refresh some things. Maybe you can correct some things. But what I've kind of pieced together was that um, he he's the only one that got kicked out as far as the flag burning um, situation. Everybody that was involved in burning the flag. He's the only one that got kicked out, but it wasn't because of burning the flag. Um, And what it boiled down to was that... um, there was enough evidence to know who it was mm-hmm. and Talesha had done some stuff with the audio and we were, could clear his day here. You know, we could clear his day here, Davies and some other people. And so when everybody was approached about, Hey, you know, what's going on? Did they do this? You know, from my knowledge, I think everybody either came clean or whatever, but like Josh Davies continued to lie about it and say, no, I wasn't involved. Wasn't involved. Wasn't involved. And so from, from my understanding, just piecing stuff together recently, was that the reason that he got kicked out was because he was giving mul- given multiple chances to tell the truth and decided to lie. Well, that was Talesha's version of it, too, which he talked about in his podcast. Yes. He kind of kept extending, like, are you sure you don't think you were involved? Are you positive? And I don't think his voice... Um, I mean, it was recognizable, but I don't, I think mm-hmm. it was even when it was still edited and they, I think they put on like a deep filter or something like that, but his voice was just so distinct that it like, it didn't matter how much they masked it. You were like, Oh, that's Josh. Davis. Yeah. Well, that was, that was a thing for sure. It's like that when the, when it was completely masked, you knew it was Josh. He, his laugh mm-hmm. was like very unique and one of a kind. So you heard the laugh. Yeah. Um, the phrase that he, the phrase that he uttered, which out of respect, I won't bring up right now, just just oh, in case, God. whatever. But the phrase he uttered, it was <laughs> no, whatever. That was something that like he was known to say. So it was like all yeah. signs pointed. Yeah. Um, and I think, I've, you know, from my recollection, Mark was able to like 
do some editing to the audio portion of it, not the video portion, but the audio portion, which here's a whole nother separate topic, which we could get into in a second. But when Mark did that, it definitely like you could, you already knew it was Davies, but then it was like, okay, now you can actually hear that it is, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So I don't know what you guys got any thoughts on that. Yeah. I remember, I don't know. Well, there's something you just said. Oh, shoot. I just lost some train of thought of it. No, I was going to say how I knew it was him because he has a very distinct voice, very distinct laugh. And and again, like one of the common things that he would say was he would always say like, oh, 24 down. That was, you know, whatever he'd say that. But it was never really referring to the girls from what I remember of like the way he talked about 24 down, down, you know what? Or um. Thing. the other the other term that he used was non-relationship horrors like which is more it was his his jab at everyone who's like oh they all hang out with these girls all the time who are like i don't know if he was if he ever had like a crush on one but it was like these cool girls but like they're always with them all the time and they're not no one's committed to anybody it's just kind of like these girls are just kind of like hanging on to these guys or these guys always have these girls along but they're not they're never committed so he'd always be like oh there's Twenty-four ounces, so they just like aren't appreciating the girls, or they're not committing to anybody. It's just like I don't know. Like that was like the frustration there, I guess, with like why he used that term. But mm-hmm. from what I remember and like what I believe, like it was never really used directly at the girls or attacking them. It was like calling us like these, you know, people who are just hanging with these girls and just not really doing anything with it. Like who who knows if it's like like a friends with benefits thing, or if it's just like, we're just friends who just always hang out together. But as it was perceived, it's like, you know, no one made a commitment, like just kind of messing around or whatever. Like, I guess that was just the way that he perceived things and why he like used those terms. But from what I remember, that's like how he would use that. And, but never about like the girls, as far as I knew. No, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Yeah. Well, yeah. you look like you, you wanted to say something. Yeah, I guess um, not with the intention of, um, you know, dragging his name through the mud or anything. Um, you know, this was, what, um, 15 years ago now, like, all this crap happened? I mean, even my wife's like, why is this such a story? Like, it's a flag. <laughs> it's like, it is. It's just, it was a story at that time, and it, it had to be there. It was, I, I mean, you didn't even have to be a part of 24 Down to be aware of the whole incident and everything. But I guess my question is, um, Yishat, and I was trying to remember too, because I hung out in your room all the time. That was probably, Josh probably left. And then there I was like, hey, like finally I can come over and sleep in Yishat's room. And that can be the real story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I guess like, I can't remember like, and Phil and Alex talked about it too, like, there was like two individuals that were involved that it really was a more personal part of it to the flag burning and they mentioned that it was josh davies that it was you know something that he personally had against 24 down i don't know if that was more than kind of the comments like that i don't really remember i mean i can tell you like as being part of 24 down like it were obnoxious and like in your face at times and um some people can't take that I don't know if maybe that was it or if there was an incident. I don't know anything you remember. Yeah, I can't remember. And like, and honestly, like, and it's hard. You, you guys know me, like I'm, I'm quick to always go to like, did I do something wrong? Like, did I say something? And like, I, I'm always like that. And even like listening to the flag burning episode, 
my mind kept going to and, and again like well i haven't mentioned it yet but like you know we've since like you know talked and like we're we're friends now um josh and i mm-hmm. but even then like i'm still listening to it like shoot like i wonder if it was me like i wonder if i like ever like did you know did did something to make him be like Rrr. or if it was like the fact that i preferred to not be in our room like i didn't really hang out there too much like him and i never really hung out more like enough but instead i would choose to be downstairs with you guys or i would always be like skating in the street or something like that rather than be mm-hmm. in the room or hanging out with him and i never know like i mean listening to the episode my mind did wander to was it ever like a frustration with me the fact like i chose you guys over my own roommate upstairs which is never like a jab or anything like that like ah you're not good enough i'm gonna chill down here but i didn't know if that would ever have to do with it or like i know there's always like people who like you make comments with like um you know he would tell you know we would always say tell some stories sometimes we're just like is that real is that not real and we never could um figure out like the man behind the myth or like what part was true of his stories or what part weren't stories and um so maybe there's like that comes back to him he's just like you know people want to you know take jabs at the band i had that played warp tour or whatever else it was and i don't know if it was ever those those things we're just like we all know if you know those kind of like subtle jokes or whatever else like maybe that tipped them over but um yeah those are the things i can never like think of really but it's just it's just a bummer though because every day is like you know he's mad cool but whenever something little would happen like he'd have the serious like uh not like vendetta but like like oh man i'm just annoyed at da 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 but yeah i never know what specifically it was he never really spoke up about it or anything like that but so i can only speculate of like is this a thing was this an issue but those are definitely things that were present and definitely things that were there but i don't think like him and i would our relationship had anything to do with that but but maybe like the you know story time kind of moments and i think uh, it did so i think i think it did because everybody knows how mean and nasty and just awful you can be to people like that (laughs) (laughs) definitely definitely if anything you would have tried to smooth things over and make it better so we may never know well so i think I think, I guess to me, one of the things that's really interesting um, about this whole thing, because again, you know, I, I do agree. I do agree with Phil and Alex that everybody involved in the flag, uh, most everybody involved in the flag burning thing really did not care one way or another. They were doing it as a prank. And I do agree that there were two people that there was a vendetta of sorts and that it was Josh Davies and um, I'm forgetting his name. Joey. Joey, yeah, 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 David yeah. Cruz, or whatever. Um, but so, what's interesting to me, I guess, a little bit, is that prior to this, like Josh Davies was hanging out on Twenty Four Down. He was hanging out with us, and you know, not not all the time, not nonstop or anything like that. But like, I think we looked at him as a, a part of the family as well. And obviously, something went south somewhere along the lines and i think for some people it probably felt more personal for for joey it was like okay none of us really knew him none of us really cared if anything we probably didn't like him for whatever college reasons you don't like somebody you know whatever 
but like Josh, he was somebody that was around our floor. He was somebody that would eat meals with us at the cafeteria occasionally, things like that. So I think it felt more personal, mm. if that makes sense. And, and whether it actually was or wasn't, I think that feeling of, okay, why is this person that we've included, uh, you know, now turning around and like has something against us again, this is all just my perception of things. It could be very different, but I think that is an interesting fact is like, you have two people that definitely have a vendetta. One, we're just like, you know, I don't care about you, whatever. The other one, we're like, well, now we're more pissed because you were in some aspect part of this, you know? It was a weekend full of betrayals. We got Josh <laughs> Davies. We had Allie at the 300 movie. There was that weird <laughs> mutilated guy in the 300 movie. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I wonder if it's that. Yeah. I wonder if it's ever something like when you're a part of something, but like you want to be more or like sure. you're expecting more, more validation, more credit. Like, you know, I remember being like part of like different groups in high school and being like, I wish these guys saw me more, like took notice or like made more of a point to say like, Hey, I see you. Um, you know, and sometimes when you don't, it's just like, are these people using me or do, am I really part of this thing? Like, I mean, I've definitely felt like that in certain circles before, but you know again just speculating but definitely felt like that so i guess um one other interesting aspect of this whole thing and and dshat i hope you don't mind me bringing this up um dshat mentioned this to me i think last week or something like that and and he was like i'm he was wondering if um the fact that it was known that we were going to 300 was because oh, yeah. d and Davies were roommates. And d came with us, and Davies That's didn't. Right. So so d like, am I, like, should I out myself? Am I the reason that this all went down? Which I don't think is the case. To be honest, like, we were all, like... Again, is it me? Am I the one to blame? <laughs> right. And I don't I don't nope. think it's the case at all. What's yeah. that? I, I legit thought that. Like, as I was listening, like, the, the cogs running in my head, and that's when I texted you. I'm like, dude we were roommates like what if like he heard me like be like oh yeah i'm we're kind of going out to see 300 tonight and i like spilled the beans there and he was like oh, and maybe took that use as the info and like maybe i was the accidental mole <laughs> the accidental uh person who spilled the beans and stuff but i remember I don't... it it was the weekend before it was open dorm i remember ali was over in your room and ali and davies were there and you were like guys it's so cool we're all gonna go see 300 next weekend <laughs> you know he knew i was slipping out there to go see it though just i don't know I, he would have had to know you were going to see it yeah right. that's, i feel exactly. like i mean half the campus knew that you guys everybody exactly was going. exactly now i do think i do think that there's a, a possibility that he may have Maybe he reminded those guys because he knew you yeah. were gone and the whole floor was gone. Maybe he reminded, oh, hey, guys, like, they all are all out. But I don't think there's anything that you need to feel like, oh, man, I told him. And then, like, this is why. Like, yeah. that, that's not the case. Everybody, it was the worst kept secret on, on Valley Floor. I probably told him. I have, I have, like, the loudest mouth. I probably was just like, yeah, everybody's going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's, there's, 
one other thing that like I kind of want to bring up, and I don't know if you guys want to do any other little closing things here to, to close us out, Disha. I also want to give you just a chance to say whatever you want about the whole incident as a whole. Um, yeah. But, but this is, I guess this is going to be my last thing, and then I will let you guys kind of close us out. But um, I was thinking about this earlier today, and um, with the whole Davies thing and everything like that, and it felt like a, <clears throat> it was a personal attack and all that kind of stuff, right? I, I'm thinking about this, and um, how you you guys are pretty close in age, right? If not the same age, you and Davies. I'm pretty sure because we both came in like freshmen, like you know, as fresh freshmen, so we should be the same age, yeah. So you guys were, were you, you guys probably weren't even twenty yet, right? No, we came in like at least like yeah, eighteen. Okay, so he, like I'm thinking about this, I'm like, at the end of the day, here's a eighteen, nineteen year old college kid that just made a mistake, mm-hmm. maybe you know, and how many of us make stupid mistakes at that age? Yeah, and at the time, like as a college kid ourselves, at the time, it's easier to like build it all up and be like, yeah, like these people and these are our enemies and like go crazy and stuff like that. But um, I don't know if you'll ever hear this or not. But I, to me, um, I, you know, the invite is always on the table if he ever wants to come on, and if not, that's fine too. But like, I guess I'm trying to say that from my perspective, it's something that it was a, it was dumb college kids being dumb college kids. Mm-hmm. And I, I look and I, and I, I guess I put that to some other people too. Like uh, Colleen's going to be upset at me for saying this, but Allie's another one. Allie was just a college kid. Like, are we really going to like continue to hold a grudge against her all these years later? You know um, <clears throat> this is like, for me, this is, this is a, I, I guess, big ones for me. Um Ty, the snake, the one that turned us in. I mean, I've held a grudge against him for so many years. <clears throat> why am I doing that? Um, Donovan, another person that I held a grudge against for years. Like, why am I doing, you know what? Like, honestly, like I would gladly sit down and talk to these guys and have conversations with them. And, and as an adult, like not hold stuff that they did when they were kids, basically, like I've done stupid stuff that could be held against me. I wouldn't want that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I say all that to say, I guess like if, I want this episode to bring about some form of healing if possible, as silly as it is that we're talking about this story from this many long years ago, but like realistically um, I look at like, for me, it's a, and maybe this is something I got to get over, but for me, it's a different story with Don Myers and Mortensen. Cause those are not young kids making mistakes. Those are guys in leadership. So it's harder for me to forgive that. Um, maybe I'll get there eventually, but you know, I, I look at all these relationships or, uh, whatever people that you meet in college and you hold these grudges against. And it's like, I'm looking at it this today and I'm like, why, like, why? So I guess for me, um, Davies, you know, I, I don't, I, I didn't really know you that well, brother, if you're listening, but I, I don't hold anything against you today. Um, and I, I apologize if we made you feel like, uh, you know, you were in a position that you had to do that or, or whatever the case is. Like if there's anything I need to call me out on it, I'll listen to it. And so, um, yeah, so that's pretty much, I guess what I wanted to say on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Main thing I just want to like reiterate is like, it's funny. Like I look back on those like college days, like whenever we're like roommates together and then that incident happens and I'm just like, 
what the heck and you know i was like everyone else i was kind of surprised by the whole thing and didn't really know what to feel um because i'm being from like 24 up but i'm still feeling like but i'm part of these guys um <clears throat> the whole thing happens and like fast forward a bit like he came back to school um maybe it was our it may have been my senior year or junior year i'm not sure but at least two years had passed and he was like out of school and then he was allowed to come back um and from what I remember, like, it wasn't even that he was cooked out for the flag burning thing. It was for um, the drinking thing also. That was, like, um, drinking that went into the whole flag burning thing. Supposedly, that's how he got kicked out or why he got kicked out uh, mostly, yeah. But um, even when he came back, like, I'd say, oh, hey, what's up, man? Like, we weren't, like, friends or anything like that. Because there was always that kind of, like, that awkwardness of we're roommates. But then that incident happened that was so huge. And that kind of kept us from, like, really connecting um fast forward maybe let's see because i graduated in 2010 fast forward at least until like 2017 when i'm um right before i was when i was planning for the open door movement like my little road trip around around the country and davies reaches out and he's like yo dude like i'm in wyoming like if you need a, a church to speak at or need a place to crash you can come out to wyoming and I think that was the first time that he had reached out or either of us really spoke since college. And again, like my one thought is like, I mean, we haven't talked since then. Like there's this thing that happened and then we we're kind of like always just like awkwardness or weirdness. But I just want to point out, like, I mean, to this day that like, I know that that incident like shaped him. Um, and like you said, it may have been like a dumb decision that an 18, 19 year old kid made, but it really affected him big. I mean, he, it was almost like the wake up call he needed that he was able to get his life like super on track. And um, there's a lot of other, like personal things in there too, but like that dude's doing so rad now. Like it's so cool seeing him like being in Wyoming and being like at his church and like doing ministry alongside of him was such an honorable thing. Like I was like, dude, like for us to still connect and like, you know, and, you know, get along to see him as a loving husband and a really good dad, like all his little kiddos, like that's just such a cool thing to see that like that incident didn't, like ruin his future like it changed his future but now he's got this awesome family like working these amazing churches now he's now he's down here in florida and like you know i was just texting him earlier about trying to go to disney with him at some point um because like dude, like i love the dude like he's a, he's a really great guy um and uh yeah that one thing i never want anyone to hold anything against anybody but i just want to make sure everyone knows like dude homie's like he's gonna he's got his life on track like that thing woke him up and um yeah he's really changed things around and um but what i love about this podcast like you said in a text earlier it's like these conversations are meant to bring healing and um i wasn't gonna you know me i always try to find a way to preach but uh <laughs> there's uh two verses that come to mind one is uh luke 6 37 i'm pretty sure it's the reference um that says um do not judge you will not be judged do not condemn you will not be condemned forgive and you will be forgiven and there's so many times we can see a story from one side and there's like the whole incident it's like if you knew alex and phil and you knew their side of the story like you wouldn't maybe think the same way you did and i love listening to that and alex and phil like thank you guys for sharing like dude, i feel like i could listen to phil like all day that dude's so charismatic I'm, I'm about it um but yeah it's like dude the more we just judge or assume things and like hold those things against somebody like like we're, we're not doing any good we're just causing more harm like we're not allowing God to come into our lives and give us peace or, or even to give peace over to that other person. And um, 
but that verse is so powerful dude, because it helps us to be realize like dude don't always hold those judgments don't always condemn those people like dude we all stand condemned we all stand judged and we gotta forgive but it all leads to james says confess your sins and you'll be healed like the times we actually have to say confess your sins and just like dude i looked at porn today or oh like i did whatever kind of bad thing today like confess your sins is also like dude talk about your bitterness against somebody talk about your the anger or frustration you have against somebody like talk about how you're holding like unforgiveness towards like that girl who broke your heart or whatever else it might be it's like dude like share those things like don't keep holding guilt or holding whatever it's like actually talk to the person and say hey man like how can we be made right and that's what you're encouraging us to do man so i applaud you with that hat it's like that's um a powerful thing that people don't realize that we need in this world it's humbling ourselves down to get honest with one another and have conversations that bring unity and that's what 24 down has always been is a place of unity and especially people who were once enemies are now friends and now they're family and that comes through having these conversations and stuff and yeah being willing to do the uncomfortable things and yeah and always admitting like our own faults or our own again our own judgments that we may have wrongly placed on somebody um but anyway, I think that's my ram- my ramble soapbox of the night. So <laughs> and I said it better herself. So all right, thanks, T shit. Yeah, Dude, thanks, man. Heck yeah. So I think um I think it was really interesting to hear that perspective. Uh somebody who lived with Josh Davies at the time. Um and I for me, like when I, when I was preparing to have that little sit down with D chat, like I said in the interview, like it just hit me at one point, like, why am I still holding a grudge against this kid 15 years later? um, Not only am I holding a, a 15 year old grudge, but he was 18 years old at the time. You want to know how many things I did when I was 18, 19, 20, 25, 30, even that like people could easily hold grudges against me for. So it's like, it it really had to, I really had to like check myself and be like, yeah, like at the end of the day, this is years and years removed. I was very hurt by everything that happened. I was fueled up, fired up like crazy um, at the time. But what's the point of holding on to that anymore? So I think that was my big, big takeaway uh, from from talking with D-Shat. Yeah. Uh, other than the the Brazilians, um, uh, you know, given theirs, this was uh, my other favorite one because, um, you know, you kind of got an inside look. And it was crazy that he that D-Shat thought it was his fault. Maybe he was playing around, but he thought it was his fault that Davies did this. No, it was not your fault. We didn't even know you were roommates with this guy until recently. Like, I, I know I didn't. And um, really what I think it is, and I could just be speculating, but from what I remember of Davies was that he was always the kid that was trying to be a part of something. And I feel like people kind of pushed him out. Uh as 24 down, maybe we did embrace him a little bit, but I don't remember embracing him. I just remember him as this like annoying kid. You know, he was a freshman, I think at the time and I was, you know, a junior. So like, you know, we would still hang out with younger guys, especially if they were part of 24 down, but like other guys 
we didn't really from other floors we didn't really do that and like i said we were kind of prideful and so and, and this guy was always trying to do sports and stuff and like i said i would smash this guy me rick you know, Neil Monster. Okay. You know, we were the linemen and Justin Banks was a lineman as well. Um, on the defensive side, we were smashing kids. We, we were just having our way with people. Like, you know, there was a, you know, a, a phrase called, you know, pancaking, we would pancake people and that's, you know, putting them flat on their butts, on their backs, on the ground. And that's what we would try to do. And it wasn't because we wanted to do it against a specific person. We wanted to do that to every single team. So it didn't matter who you were, how big, how small you were, we were putting you on your butt. So that's what we tried to do. And so I did that so many times in one of the Patriot Bowl games. And what what, what month did this happen? Did this happen in like what? what it was March, March, yeah, March. I believe. Okay. Um, and the Patriot Bowl was during the fall. So the Patriot Bowl was first. Yeah. yeah so definitely. I, I abused this kid. Do, okay. you, do you think that he might have had malicious intent based on how you treated that football game? Ab- absolutely. Absolutely. Because we not only had the Patriot Bowl and the Patriot Bowl was all day and, and it was just an all day tournament. And then we had underground, you know, ta- tackle games where he was playing also and you would get murdered in those because those were tackle. And I'm, I'm saying like people would get hurt and he probably got hurt. Um, so I wasn't after him specifically. However, I was after him. If you're in front of me, I'm after you. I'm sorry, man. Like, that's how I play. You know, that's how I play. So, um, you know, definitely he had a lot against us. Definitely. And I think that really played into it. Um, and maybe he wanted to be part of us. Um, I don't know if we allowed him to do that. I, I, you know, I heard them say that he was sitting at our table. I don't even remember that. I wouldn't be one and we wouldn't be one to say, you can't sit here. We would never say that to anyone. If you wanted to be part of us, we will let you come in. But I don't know if we, we did anything like that to him, but definitely I wasn't out out to him personally, but I was out to anyone that was in front of me. That's how I played. That's how we played. Yeah, that was, I can see how you, you came off like, or we came off as jerks in that, you know, when we're so focused like that, but people don't understand that it's, it's like, passion disguised as jerkiness like you're not being a jerk you're just passionate about winning you're passionate about this team and i and i do recall that he spent like a good chunk of his semester with us because i think he was actually trying and no one ever pushed him away no one ever said that you can't be part of this or anything like that and uh i do think that he he probably had some of that malicious intent from you um which he took personally shouldn't have um but then i i do remember that he lived upstairs with d i forgot until now because i think i was in 117 when they were living above us and he was like mm-hmm. they were falling off the bed or something and andrew had to go up and like make sure they were okay and i think that's how we like really introduce ourselves to d but uh but yeah i think he might have had a fallout as on top of that i vaguely remember something happening with maybe one of the 24 down girls or something like that where he he was trying to talk to one and they were hanging out with us a lot. So he kind of like maybe felt, you know, some animosity between us, the group and him, but like at some point he just stopped and then that happened. And so, I mean, it's, it's cool to see D chat's perspective. Um, Cause I forgot until recently that they were roommates and um, D chat always finding a way to preach is awesome. Cause he's such a good dude. And, <laughs> and I respect him so much to, to transform something as basic as this into a teaching moment. Um, but yeah, 
I think you might be right. He might have taken things personally when maybe he shouldn't have. And, and, you know, that stinks because I do remember him spending quite a bit of time with us. I actually think he might be in a couple of our dress up day pictures, I think, because there's a lot where we had a lot of like the other floors join in and stuff too with it. So he might have actually been in a couple of those pictures. I'm not entirely sure, but. And I have to say, uh, I I know Josh is going to say something, but real quick, um, like, the jocks of 24 down we were very prideful and we were jerks and yeah you were passionate yeah and you know we just thought we were the best and stuff and we could have been maybe a little better but that helps you be like stay the best i think there is there is an exception to that statement though and and that's pete Pete, I don't think has has it in it. Pete was just as much of a jock as anybody else, but I don't think he had it in him to to have that like confidence, cockiness. You know, Pete would be the one exception. I would even say Francis would be number two. Francis, you were mostly quiet, and so For we sure. didn't know if you were prideful or not. You were just good. I mean, I'll take it. I mean, I'm a reserved <laughs> person, so you know, that's, it is what it is. But another thing i just thought of uh we as a as a floor we were very united as one we, we you know we had a whole freaking 40 people 50 people including the girls and people off the floor but another like we had like i guess you could say like subgroups of us who like all fit in with each other in different ways we had like people who are passionate about music they were all doing music we had people who are passionate about sports in different ways basketball dodgeball whatever it was video games so we always had those niches and it, it might be a possibility that he didn't quite fit into any of those little groups where we like we together we would have no problem with him but like when we would go off to play video games and then the others would go off to make music or play basketball, he wasn't like into one of those. So it maybe separated him from us and maybe even others, who knows um, from that type of thing. Cause when we start to wind down, we start to do other things and he, you know, who knows? Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. And I know, I know Josh said it in the piece that we just watched, I mean, you know, and, and listened to, but I would actually like to say it because that him and even Brian Kroll, that's his name, right? Um, Kroll, he, I think, I think even Phil said it too, that he was part of 24 down before I came, I think. Because okay. he, I remember him being the guy when I was a freshman, he was making those uh, 24 down hoodies and he didn't even live on 24 down. So he was making those and, you know, they had the the crazy thing in the in, in the back of the hoodie uh, that it was it was pretty much, you know, a verse taken out of context, you know, and so it wasn't a it wasn't a favorite of the 24 down. I mean, it wasn't a favorite of 24 down. It wasn't a favorite of, you know, you know, uh, Valley forge. Like they didn't like it. They actually almost banned it, I think, or something because it was just like, it was offensive. And so like, I didn't like him from the start. I know you worked with him, Josh. So like Kroll, uh, I thought he was just like a kind of like a weasel kind of guy. And then um, Davies, I just thought, you know, sorry to say and if he's watching this i have something better to say after this but i felt like he was an outcast like you guys are saying uh and i felt bad for him but at the same time i was just my pride got too much of me to like actually you know be his friend or even like look out for him or anything because i was too busy putting him in the ground but um um, but now I would say, you know what, even for those guys, those guys, I, I don't even have to hear their stories because sometimes in life, 
you know, you just have to forgive. And I believe that's a Christian thing. I believe that's a concept that, you know, even Jesus did, obviously, because he died on the cross before, you know, millions, billions of us were even alive. So he died for us first, and he didn't even get to have a conversation with us. Uh, he just gave us that opportunity to have a better life, to have forgiveness, to have eternal life. So I'm going to say right now, you know, I, I forgive those guys, even though this is not a crazy offense. We thought it was a crazy offense, but it's just, it, you know, we look at it as, a prank now it was a well thought out prank very good you guys got us and we were very very upset and we held these feelings for about 15 years you got us and that was a great prank and we forgive you i forgive you we love you and hey man we would love to have you on the podcast we would love to hear your side and, and see what what's going on in your life because from what d chat said you're doing pretty good josh davies and and i thank god for that yeah, that's going to be like my last words kind of thing is, is if D-Shat's listening, contact him and see if maybe he wants to hop on or if they even talk about what happened. I know, I know, um, just being fully transparent here, um, uh, both Talesha and D-Shat have reached out to Josh. Um, he hasn't, and they both talked to him. Um, <clears throat> he hasn't said yes, but I don't think he said flat out no. So who knows, maybe this episode may help maybe it makes it worse who knows but um let me do one last thing here really quick and then I'll, I'll give you guys a chance to say whatever you guys want um i'm gonna uh skip through some of our plugs and i'll just plug the uh the store frontier page with the uh the t-shirts storefrontier.com slash 24 down and most importantly i think i want to just plug um something that i just kind of teased a little bit earlier this week and that is the birth of the 24 down network uh this is going to be a place where you can hear multiple different podcasts with 24 down members involved uh different styles of podcasts you can also uh we're gonna kind of branch out and try and do some stuff with twitch uh some streaming video games i know france is going to be really involved with that tom with some music things like that um and there's potential of maybe doing some YouTube series, like almost like a sitcom type of a thing. I'm trying to talk somebody into doing right now. We'll see if that happens, but there's going to be just different outlets, different things for people to cre create, uh, get involved with, be a part of, and at the same time, keep us all close and keep us all going. So continue to look out for updates on that. I will do some sort of um, update little mini podcast here in, sometime soon and we'll give some more details um but check that out uh, as as the details come out um i want to say to you both like again thank you guys for coming on um <clears throat> i think it's very important for uh a lot of people to have an, a chance to give their thoughts on how this went down uh you two specifically both it, this was a big event as big as it was for me, it was big for you guys too. So it was very important for me to have you guys come on here as well. So I will let you guys kind of give your last thoughts and then we will, uh, we will see you next time. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, it was definitely something big back then. And I can even remember Carlos, man. I remember watching it, I believe with Josh and Carlos in Carlos's um, RA room. I, I think that was us there. And I, I, I just, 
like it it actually brought Josh and Carlos together. Can you believe it, man? <laughs> That's something that actually brought Josh and Carlos together. And I remember Carlos was like upset, as upset as Josh, maybe even more, and wanted to get these guys. He was like, yeah. Yeah, we got to get these guys. And it was like, you know how Carlos was always trying to be the, the, the detective, man. And he was the detective. And I remember he was trying to go for people's throats for this, man. And he was so, I remember he was, I think he was excited when Davies got kicked out, man. And like, you know, he was trying to get all these guys. And and we were trying to do the same thing. But just to think now as, as men, you know, and uh, to think back for someone to get kicked out of a college, and, and have to pay thousands upon thousands of dollars just for doing a prank like that. You know what I mean? Even if it was malicious, it was just a prank. Even if you said sluts or whores or whatever you guys said to us, you know, it, 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 it didn't warrant, you know, that type of punishment. Uh, it didn't even warrant a day of suspension maybe just sit down. Let's talk to you about this. You guys are going to get your butts whipped by about 50 people. So you better watch out. This is like the biggest floor on campus. They're like the best out of, you know, all Valley Forge history. So just watch out because these guys will get you. And I remember Talesha talking to some of us and saying, Hey, please just calm down. Don't do anything stupid. Okay. We don't want you guys to get in trouble. Yeah. So we didn't beat people up. We didn't let, you know, you know, do stuff like that. So, um, you know, now looking back at it, I'm happy that we have more people part of the 24 down family that were even part of that. And yeah, definitely it did bring us closer together, even though we didn't need to be brought closer together. It still brought us closer together. And um, I'm happy we could still talk about it 15 years later, which is so funny. I know that the wives and the other people are like, you guys still talking about this stupid thing? Yeah, it was it was big to us back then. But definitely, like everyone was saying, water under the bridge. We love you guys. Every single one of you guys that were part of it. Hey, man, we see the creativity in it. And uh, hopefully you bring that creativity to 24 down today. So that's all I have to say. Yeah, I'm right there with you a little bit. I, I kind of, you know, as being someone who was suspended for something justifiable, I uh, I do kind of feel bad that the people who were punished for something that looking back seems uh, seems kind of petty. Um, but that was kind of like the reputation of the school in general, or at least the some of the faculty but then uh, there was other people who weren't punished i think phil and alex took no punishments but it may have affected their stay at valley forge later with a different incident so you know i feel bad for them in that case and the others who who actually were punished so it, it stinks that it went down the way it, uh, it did but uh the way that 24 down rebounded with the new people with Alex and Phil and, and where everyone's at now. And the fact that we're still clearing the air over this situation. And, and after this, it, it might even just be done. You know, we might bring it up here and there, but like, it's finally out in the air. Like Hat said earlier, it's, it's really for some people to find some healing and, and for people who like, um, like Phil and Alex, who, who still think there might be some animosity be between them and other 24 down members uh it's good for them because they might actually get that healing that they 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 needed as well as davies if he decides to listen to this i, I hope that he does and, and gets some healing from it because um, we all kind of feel bad that it went down the way that it did um but you know again we were young and we were you know whatever everyone makes mistakes um but again i'm you know i'm just glad to be on the podcast and be part of this group and and when i look back and look at the the group of people we have, I, I can't help but feel like how lucky we are to be a part of it. Like, you know, I could have been one floor over 
and never been a part of something like this in my life. And Valley Forge would have been a complete wash because it was a complete wash except for the people that we found there and well, my wife, but, um, <laughs> but uh, otherwise it would have been like a co complete wash for me and others who didn't graduate or get anything from the school besides a huge debt. Um, but you, just to think about like how easy it would have been for us to just not be a part of this is, is kind of eye opening because it's, it's unreal to be a part of something like this. I'm like Andrew said before, where he, t he tells someone about where how many of us are still in touch and what we're doing. And it like blows people away. It's the same thing. I tell people at my work, like listen to my podcast and they're like, well, for what? And I'm like college. And they're like, aren't you like old? And I'm like, <laughs> it was 15 years ago. Yes. But like, this is us. This is like what we do. This is how we're going to stay in touch. This is how we're going to stay together. Like, this is how close we were. We might have, uh, some of us even wrote each other off, wrote off 24 down in the, in the last 10 years or something, but like everyone's back basically now. And then that's where it needs to be. And, and looking back, I just, I'm just so happy to be a part of something like that because I'm, I'm quiet and reserved, like you said, you know, so like, I wouldn't be the one to go out and reach out to 24 down if I wasn't already in the middle of it. So I'm just glad that Buddha, you reached out to me early on in my stay and Andrew and Tom to invite me down to, to live with them. So like, I'm just truly, truly blessed to be a part of this friendship. And even seeing people these days, I saw had a couple of weeks ago, it was freaking one of the best weekends in the last couple of years that I've ever had. And I expect more of that with other people and, and seeing more people and, and who the heck is ready for this reunion? Like who is ready? Because I, I can't stress enough how ready I am for this reunion. It needs to happen this year. I'm ready to throw money at it. I'm ready to like <laughs> do what I have to do to make it happen and make it the best because we got one shot at this, you know, for another 10 years or so. And, and it's going to happen. And I just, I can't freaking wait. Like, honestly, I just can't wait. And bro, the, the, we always have to end with the reunion, right? And I, I had a thought. I'm glad you brought it up because, you know, we want to invite, cordially invite the flag burners from 15 years ago or how many years ago it was. And we would like you to do a reenactment, okay? So you <laughs> need to study the video and make sure, just like they do Civil War reenactments and Revolutionary War reenactments, we are doing a flag burning This is one of the biggest things that's ever happened in 24 Down history, and we need to reenact act it okay so burn that flag get your urine ready yes this, we have the flag this one's right off no this one's off limits <laughs> <laughs> we have to we have to go to the same kmart if it's still there i we don't know okay yours has closed down kmart has closed down but we're going somewhere maybe walmart will get maybe a tiny bit better one okay and we're going to do it we're going to do it if they are not there we have to get actors okay and we're doing it <laughs> no they 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 didn't they definitely need to go there i think the burners and mark talesha need to group up and start to like talk it out so it would be good to see everyone in person and i'm so excited just for everyone to be there i want freaking Dwayne there i want freaking matias i want everyone there yeah this is going to be a lot of fun and I, and i have more details coming out about that too we got to yeah we got to nail down a date for that yeah, yeah. So it is going to happen, whether it's late 2021 or sometime in 2022. We'll see, but it is going to happen. So I got, I got my first COVID shot, man, the other day. Nice, nice. So I'll, I'll kiss all you guys, or I'll, <laughs> I'll do you. <ya. laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys so much for being a part of this, and uh, we will talk to you guys next time. All right. All right. Love you.
my deal. 